Type Moon Archive, a podcast about wading through 20 years of Type Moon. I'm your host, Fen, and joining me in a few minutes will be Ben when we get back to the recording that we did that was all supposed to be last episode and then we recorded way too much. A reminder that we're going to have a Q&A episode coming up shortly after the wrap-up episode for this route, uh, so make sure to get emails in. Anyway, back to the re- previous recording. Day 10, Locks of Hair. Oh, you're just going, huh? We're back. Oh, I'm not all the way back yet. October 30th, Saturday. We have to finish before I fall asleep. We're in a race against time. Uh, Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, there was kind of an abrupt end to the Mm -hmm. last day, but Mm -hmm. usually Nasu loves to say, and then Shiki went to sleep. Mm -hmm. Instead, we're just cutting directly to the dream. Mm-hmm. We don't got fucking time for falling asleep anymore. He's having a dream and he hears distant reed warblers. Uh huh. Distant reed or reed warblers in general mean two things. Yes. Forest. Uh huh. And the past. Uh huh. And he seems to be having a dream about his home in the mountains at the Nania estate. Hmm. Everyone's got a fucking mansion. Yeah, I mean, like, the the whole bit is, you know... Mansion to mansion. They're, they're like, ancient... Not ancient, but old families. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so we get some more information about the Nania family. Apparently, they mm-hmm. don't like being seen by people. And they don't go out during the day much. Yeah, very secretive. Family of goths. Mm-hmm. Um, family of bends. <laughs> hornier for murder than me. <laughs> Don't give me that look. Um, it's And all of a sudden, it's the night of the murders. And we see a phantom figure with a single red eye. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was wondering if this was the Kishima person. Mm-hmm. Or if it was Makihisa. He calls the color of the eye. And these are all uppercase first letter. Crimson Red Vermilion. Well, yeah. A scarlet deeper than red, a name for that has been passed down in the Nania oral tradition, Crimson Red Vermilion, mm-hmm. a name that points to an existence that has awakened to the non-human blood of its ancestors. It describes a person whose ego is subsumed by a transcendental self and loses all sanity. Great line. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't, but the Nania as a whole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, like. Uh-huh. He mentioned that before. He said Crimson Red Vermilion. Yeah. When he was, like, theorizing with the murderer, like, ooh, could I kill even this shade yes. that haunts me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, too late. He's already dead. Mm-hmm. Unless he's the Kishima guy. I think we we already know that it's Makihisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it this? Well, I mean, they, they could both have been there is the thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. This part does uh, imply that it is Makihisa, though. Uh, he thinks that the figure looks at once powerful and fragile, and it may not have long to live. Oh. That's my there's still a There's still a Kiha. What? There's still a Kiha. What about a Kiha? The Crimson Red Vermilion is not a single person. It's the yeah. Tonos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's monster blood. So, like, he still has a Kiha. He can still kill a Crimson Red Vermilion. <laughs> right. Okay, I see where you're going with this. So... 
Yeah, he wakes up thinking that he w- it felt like he was watching a movie, and then uh-huh. he this is when he has that realization. He hasn't had any dreams since he hmm. was a kid until he came back to the mansion. He sleeps too deeply to dream because mm-hmm. he's so close to death, I guess. Did the doctor tell him this, or did he just? I think the I I think that too close to death was my um add on, but I think the doctor told him he was sleeping too deeply to dream. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is fascinating. I Yeah. That's it's true, like, right? There's we've a deeper, had uh there's sleep deeper than REM sleep. This is the uh, like I think that the thing is that if you dream it's if you remember a dream, it's because you woke up from it mm-hmm. or something. Like I don't remember exactly. I don't I've been told that I dream. I assume that I dream. 99, 98% of nights, I go to sleep, and then I wake up, mm-hmm. and there's no time passed in between Fast. for me. It's just like, oh, I I eventually drifted off, and then when I wake up, I'm awake now, uh-huh. and it was just like, yeah. Uh, we've talked about dreams a few times, because I, no, I remember mentioning that I have gnarly dreams a lot. Yeah. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. I think... Most of the time, it's been very clear, at least by the end of the route, that like, oh, those were dreams or those were sharing like consciousness or memories with someone. Mm -hmm. But I think there were a couple of ones that were like, oh, this actually could be a dream. Mm -hmm. Like the thing that he literally just saw. Mm -hmm. Who's he sharing the consciousness with? Mm -hmm. With the Nania thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's a real dream ass dream. Yeah. Because no one else knows that. Yeah. I think that's... Yeah. It's an interesting, like, oh, hey, if we, if we wanted, we could go back and, like, kind of catalog who... Every time he, quote-unquote, dreams mm-hmm. who he's... Yeah. Interesting idea. Too lazy. Next yeah. playthrough. Uh-huh. Once we're caught up, we'll start... Once we, like, catch up to Type Moon stuff, we'll just start over from the beginning again. Uh-huh. Let's see. <laughs> that would be a nightmare because we would be going from the Tsukihime remake to Tsukihime again. That would be very funny, is the thing. He tries to get up, but his body is even worse than it has been. Uh, he calls out for Kohaku, or is about to, but stops. Uh-huh. Um, he doesn't think that she knows that he knows mm-hmm. quite, because he didn't give her the ribbon. But he's he doesn't know how to act around her anymore. He just... He's still commit semi committed to keeping up the bit, but he can't figure out how to do it. Uh huh. He can't make his face do that. He's not as good as Kohaku at lying. Shiki's not as good of an actor as um no as Aki. Uh, no, wow, as Kohaku is, and so mm-hmm. like I think he wishes he was. He wishes he could keep the mm-hmm. like. Oh, okay. Like everything's fine. I'm just uh-huh. ha ha ha. She's the... never been able to do that. He always picks the scab. Yeah. Always picks the scab. And like, yeah. And just can't. Impossible to lie, this man. Mm-hmm. Except in the worst way. Like, he cannot lie convincingly. No. Um. Right. So he goes to call for the others, but he can't even do that. Hmm. He can't make enough noise to draw attention 
Eventually, he sweet comes in and checks on him, panics, calls a kiha, calls a doctor. The doctor is as always useless. And it's sunset. He's very mad at himself for not settling things with Shiki, with uppercase Shiki last night. Because he doesn't have a lot of nights left, it feels like. Mm-hmm. He's going to rest tonight and hopefully be strong enough tomorrow to go out. I don't know, dude. That didn't work super well for you on Hisui's route. <laughs> it didn't. It was almost like he was being constantly drained. Uh-huh. Now Kohaku comes in with her smile. And he feels immediately awkward. Oh no. He's like, hey, the the doctor already put the IV in. Uh, you can you can go. She wants to know if he wants anything special to eat. Now, Shiki, if we know anything about Shiki, it's that he doesn't particularly like or dislike anything, especially foods. Uh, and he's like, make me whatever the most nutritious thing is. Mm-hmm. Just. I don't know, a kale smoothie? I mean, like, rice porridge. Ew. Wait, rice porridge is carbs. Yeah. It's not got a lot of protein. It's not got a lot of vitamins and minerals. You can, you just put anything you want in there. Rice porridge is like a canvas. You paint whatever you want on top of it. I'm gagging. <laughs> Do you not like, like, warm gruel? <laughs> worst way possible don't you like warm wet mush <laughs> in a bowl served to you while you're dying in bed yeah he actually says out loud that he needs something nutritious so that he can stop shiki and kaku's like why do you need to stop yourself mm-hmm. and then he's like oh kicking himself for letting it slip and then he's like wait 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 she knows mm-hmm and he confronts her about him being adopted and about uppercase Shiki being a killer. And she does that thing that she does where she like freezes in place like time has stopped for a second. Mm-hmm. And then just keeps going without faltering. He tells her not to worry about it, but he says he can't forgive the Tono blood and he's silently cursing Makihisa for turning her into nothing more than a smiling doll. Hmm. <laughs> He says he has to stop uppercase Shiki himself, and he wants to help Kohaku more than anything. Her face drops, and she leans in, and we get a new sprite of her looking distant and uneasy. A lot of that, this route. Uh-huh. No, not a lot of new, oh, she's having a good time sprites. Lots of new, oh, she looks like she has a stomach ache, or she's gonna die. Uh-huh. She asks if he really means that thing about helping her. And then... Asks if he knows about Akiha leaving the mansion nightly. It's so interesting that Kohaku goes from, okay, I need to not tell Shiki that other Shiki exists, mm-hmm. to, did you know that Akiha's the serial killer? <laughs> yeah, at this point, it seems like she's still she's still running on autopilot, so there's still part of her that's like, what if he just kills Akiha? Uh-huh. <laughs> And to be clear, like, not serial killer, because Akiha hasn't killed anyone. But, you know. She will. Yeah. That's inevitable. Right, right, right. So she asks if he knows about Akiha leaving the mansion. He's like, oh, she's out looking for uppercase Shiki. And Kohaku's like, wait, you don't know yet? Akiha didn't tell you? 
Akiha has been lying. Shiki's been dead for five days. Uppercase Shiki's been dead for five days. Huh. Future vision, future death wasn't the future. Uh-huh. It was uppercase Shiki being murdered by Akiha in the school. Uh-huh. Since then, his dreams... Who's he been dreaming of? Akiha. Uh-huh. This is... Yeah. This isn't much of a reveal. Yeah. We, I didn't really know for certain... Well, now, by this point, I had figured it out. But I didn't know that uppercase Shiki was for sure dead. Oh, no. this That part the, was a reveal. Other uppercase Shiki being dead mm-hmm. was definitely a reveal. Especially five days ago. Yeah, because that is... it. And then, yeah, that, that makes all the pieces fit together. It's like, oh... There was that long conversation the two of them have. Uh-huh. He said he was going to leave town. Other Shiki's like, I'm going to go. Uh, and then no more other other Shiki, which is uh-huh. like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Because he's he's like physically distant. Mm-hmm. Of course, you wouldn't like share a bond with him anymore. Uh-huh. But actually. <laughs> Shiki is no longer alive. Long gone. The only one that is left, leaving every night to walk the streets. The blood-sucking demon named Tono Akiha. This rules. <laughs> it's so sick. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah, this is why, part of why Akiha has such an upper hand over Kohaku in her murder plans. Mm-hmm. Is that Kohaku's main piece to move on the board was uppercase Shiki. Mm-hmm. And he's dead. Mm-hmm. And our Shiki is immobile. Uh-huh. So he, she can't use him effectively either. Oh, Ben, this scene rules. He gets out of bed and he runs and runs. He's ready to confront Akiha all over again. He bursts into her room. What's she doing? She's sitting on the windowsill. Again, same sprite, say, or same CG. And scolding him for not knocking. Uh-huh. Ah, oh, she's doing uh-huh. great. Real girl boss moments this route. Uh-huh. Uh, he's like, what is the meaning of this? And she's like, can you be a little more specific? I've done a lot of things lately. (laughs) Uh, he notes that the air around her seems hazy and that she's drunk on her own power. See, this is the thing. She can, she can use her powers without a synchronizer. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I thought that she couldn't. Because every other route, she seemingly couldn't. I think she can. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, you're getting real close to giving in to your blood. Mm-hmm. Like, the more that you use them without a synchronizer to mm-hmm. draw on, the more you're just like, oh, I'm just going to become a monster now. Uh-huh. So, yeah, her hair looks red. Uh, and she's like, if you don't actually tell me what's wrong, I can't help. Unless, you know, you want to just return to your room and let this little slip up go. Yeah. He's he's not backing down, and she like uh. starts to taunt him about having already killed her, having already killed Shiki. She says that uh, killing him was like killing a mad dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not a sin. That's not he was a vampire. He killed accurate. a bunch of people. I'm not. Tr- yeah. I'm not like a. Get- that's not the point that I have a problem with, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think that's what Shiki's mad about either. No. He wants to know why she hid it from him, and she said that it's a boring question as, like, the room heats up. Uh, apparently the night that she cried in his arms, she went out and did it. Which, yeah, mm-hmm. lines up with the timeline. Yep, yep. He accuses her of attacking people, and she nods. Yeah, and this is what we... 
we realized that there was something not right about that conversation between Akiha and Kohaku. Because she they were they were talking about why uppercase Shiki was seeking out people besides Kohaku to drink from. They were like talking about Akiha. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. It was just said in a way. I don't know if they were using uppercase Shiki's name in that scene. I Whether they were talking codedly or, or if it was like they were avoiding using the name. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Kohaku knew she was going out to attack people immediately, and she wasn't hiding it. Mm-hmm. So, she says that she's using Kohaku's synchronizer powers to stay human. And he demands to know why she's still attacking people. Mm-hmm. Remember? What was the name of her power again? I think it was Plunder. Plunder. But... That's such a specific... Yeah. Con- like, Lucky's a real image. Even, even had a, a note in there about... Whoops! You might absorb their heat and then um, accidentally, uh, like absorb their their very existence or something. Yeah, yeah. She the the concept of their existence. Yeah, yeah. She vaporized Cheeky and absorbed his life force. Well, that's and... the thing. Vaporize is not quite the right word because you know we know Cheeky uh-huh. could have regenerated after that. Even from presumably, even from just like a little bit. Of no, him. I think he needs more than like I think he even he has a limit. Right? A limit, sure. But like Because he's been killed before. By Shiki. By Arcweed. Oh. Does that happen? Yeah, Arcweed kills him once. Oh right, on Sales Route. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So Then I'm just wrong. Well, um But anyway. The important thing is she accidentally ate something that she shouldn't have. Now, what slimy little freak do we know about who was, likes to piggyback on other people's lives? Um, what was his name? Who's that guy? We haven't we haven't heard his name in two and a half routes. Yeah, no one says his name in the far side, but we know that Roa is still there. And he's oh. still doing stuff, even if he isn't quite as in control as mm-hmm. he is in the near side routes. Mm-hmm. How do I put this? Ever since I killed Shiki, I became unable to suppress my emotions any longer. I become became unusually strong-minded, and my lust takes shape when I normally would have kept it inside. Hmm. Sounds like Roa. Yep. This is This is Roa to me. She needs Kohaku's blood to maintain her human self so that she doesn't transform into a monster completely. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's been preying on Kohaku for years and she's bored of the taste. I would never get bored of Kohaku. Uh-huh. She's very proud of herself when she talks about how delicious the first blood other than Kohaku's she tasted was. This is... Yeah. <laughs> Fascinating. That's Shiki. Shiki was the first blood. Oh, yeah, yeah, huh? But hmm, interesting. That's still the blood she wants the most, though. Uh huh. She just wants to like suck him dry, though. Yeah, like a Capri Sun. Just right now, right now, if she got a taste, there wouldn't be any Shiki left. No. Um. Yeah. So she's. (laughs) Akio's so funny. She's like, well. I didn't kill anyone. 
So, therefore, I haven't crossed some arbitrary line, and I'm fine. I'm not doing anything bad. I'm not like uppercase cheeky. Definitely haven't traumatized any of the people Mm -hmm. who you've attacked. Yeah, she's definitely not on a dark road. Uh Uh-huh. And then he's like, he tells her that there's something, that this is wrong, and that she knows it, and she hesitates. And then she admits that she's drinking blood for him. Mm-hmm. We get some more clarity on uh, how their bond works in this route. Akiha brought him back to life, something she could not do normally with her power. She says it's something like a curse she laid on him, that she wished she had died instead of him, and that's how she bequeathed him part of her life force, and that's what keeps him alive. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes her tonal blood strong, is that she doesn't have enough energy to keep it suppressed. Mm-hmm. But killing Shiki should have given him back his life force. If Shiki, if uppercase Shiki dies, regular Shiki goes back to normal, which isn't something that's been fully confirmed before. Mm-hmm. We even assumed that it wasn't, like in the ending where, the Akiha ending where he kills Akiha. We assumed that he died there. Which seems like it's what happened. So, this is confirmation of something that we didn't really know before. That killing uppercase Shiki means that our Shiki goes back to a normal human, more or less. Yes. Not, he doesn't get rid of the mystic eyes, but he's no longer that close to death. Yeah. In that way. He is in other ways. Yeah. But it's not like, could die any morning. This is, yes. I think this is certainly what she thinks. Yeah. I'm not sure that, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I think that it's still likely that he dies in that Akiha ending. A hundred percent. That feels very that he's going to die. But like, oh, I feel cold uh-huh. and just like lay down and then black screen is like, oh, yeah. yeah. But I do think that norm under normal circumstances, he should get his life force back. Yes. I think, but, I think the real thing is he needs a like, okay, you've been cut off from other Shiki. You need a couple of days to like. Uh-huh. stabilize from that yeah I can and see that. then if a kiha dies it's fine but like yeah it's the like oh it's like if you if you pull a rubber band taut mm-hmm. and then cut it in the middle it's gonna kind of like snap mm-hmm. um and that's the you know connection with other shiki breaking and then it needs like it needs some time to like okay i can i'm back i'm <laughs> like normal now yeah she was the worst possible person to kill well, uppercase Shiki. If she, if all she had done was just kill uppercase Shiki, it would have been fine. But that's not. That's not like that's not how, how she works. Were. Yeah, <laughs> she couldn't fight him in a normal fight. If she'd like torn him apart with cool claws or whatever, she doesn't have those. She, she could. Tr- she could life. try harder, Ben. Just grow claws. Yeah. It's it's just like how Arcoid was the worst possible person to kill Roa in uh-huh. the near side route, because CL had it covered and Shiki had it covered. Uh-huh. Arcoid is literally the worst person to be hunting Roa. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is very funny. I love this that's great. Just being I'm like just... Oh, this is how Akiha's reacting to being affected by Roa. She's uh-huh. just leaning into it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is just who you kind of wish you were. Like, mm-hmm. this is the person that you want to be. Yeah. A little bit. Uh-huh. So, she did the killing. 
she stole the life force that Shiki, uppercase Shiki, was holding on to. Mm-hmm. Now she is the monster that is draining Shiki's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't have the ability to fuse, she says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another, like, specific Tono ability. So she can't pass the puck back and forth in the way that uppercase Shiki could. Uppercase Shiki could take life force at night and give it back to Shiki during the day and go back and forth. She can't do that. She's just keeping it. This. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for that, she needs blood. Yeah. Lots of it. Yeah, yeah. Because she has to feed life force back to him through their, like, curse bond, which is way inefficient. So she needs to drain enormous amounts of blood. This is one of those circumstances. Like, we have poked fun, mm-hmm. let's say, at the... um. At the, like, oh, here are numbers to illustrate a very abstract concepts. Because it's a little goofy. It's a little funny to do it that way. This is one of those circumstances where I really could have used numbers to be like, okay, how does eliminating one of the three parties in mm-hmm. this, in this like, mess end up with less total energy for... Mm-hmm. For our Shiki. It's cause, like, because of the she was already life. passing. So Akiha mm-hmm. bonded to our Shiki. Yes. She was already passing him energy. Yes. Now that other Shiki doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of exists in Akiha. Mm-hmm. The connection between Akiha and Shiki hasn't gotten any worse, presumably. N- well or less efficient let's yeah. say so uppercase shiki it comes alive at night yeah deactivates during the day yes our shiki comes alive during the day deactivates at night yes akiha keeps it all the time so she is using more power from him so why can't she just like okay the, akiha the the thing is, so it's okay. Energy is going. You need twenty units, or you need like fourteen units between the two of them. Uh-huh. The thing is, if I understand correctly, yeah. what you're saying is that if let's say, yeah, um, Akiha has to, Shiki has to end up with fourteen units mm-hmm. of energy, um. Because she's going to go steal seven of those Mm -hmm. for herself. So she has to, like, put 21 units of energy on the line to Shiki because of that inefficiency. Yeah, here's the thing. She's a broker. She's cutting, taking a cut of every single transaction here. She is winning. All the energy is going to but her. Then why, why doesn't she, why isn't she just able to, like, push, like, because recycle that back into the cycle? Because it seems like the only way she can transmit energy is through the the curse bond. And it seems like she can't give him back the energy that she takes from him. Okay. It's very... It's like a little arbitrary, right? Yeah. Uh, also, I'm not convinced that she couldn't somehow. Yeah. I think but, it's definitely like, okay, you need to figure this one out Mm -hmm. but yeah it seems like it's a very inefficient way of transferring energy is the Mm -hmm. thing so (laughs) yeah 
It's just, she ends up getting stronger and stronger and stronger, and Shiki's barely clinging on to life. Mm-hmm. That's why he, um... That's why he was in such rough shape today. This day. Yeah. Was because he interrupted her before she fed. Oh. Yeah, she didn't eat... She didn't drink from anyone that night, and then the next day, he's in worse shape than he's been yet. Mm. So if she just drinks more and more blood, he'll get more or less back to normal. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Terrible. So, yeah, she's like, I'm doing all of this for you. And she's like, will, she's like, will Tonoshiki allow this to continue, or is Naniyashiki going to try and kill me? <laughs> nasty nasty girl and he's like i really don't give two shits about what name Uh like it's not a big deal to me i love that cheeky never cares about the name thing Mm -hmm. he's just like i couldn't be asked like that's not my priority everyone else is like talking about it like it's a big deal there yeah there are there are two ways to write about adoption i feel like and one of them is it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, I, cool, I'm adopted. I'm still your brother. Mm-hmm. The other is, oh no, this is the biggest reveal in the entire world, and now my entire life has been turned uh-huh. upside down. This is a little bit and, of both. Because, like, mag- like, magically speaking, is very important, but to, to-, to Shiki, personally, he, does- he couldn't it is he like, care, because he doesn't or, know those people. It is important to the lore uh-huh. of the world doesn't matter at all to Shiki. Uh-huh. <laughs> he could care less. Uh-huh. It's so interesting that, like, we get him with the Arimas being, like, he's ado- he knows he's adopted and he's miserable about it. He, like, th- sees himself as this horrible imposition. Because, mm-hmm. not because he's missing from the Nania family, but because he's missing from the Tono family. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fascinating. So, he wants her to stop drinking blood. And she gets mad, and she says, I already told you that I love you. And you ignored it, and then started making eyes at Kohaku. Uh-huh. Furious. And Shiki's like, um... Kiha, I thought you meant, like, like, uh, like, sisterly, brotherly love kind of thing. You know? Like, family? I didn't even really consider... <laughs> He's like... In the line that he should have used in the Akiha route to shut some stuff down, he's like, we're not, we might not have, like, a shared bloodline, but we're our family. It's not really right, right for us mm-hmm. to do this. She hates it. She's so miserable. She just gets, like, louder and, like, yells at him louder than he's ever heard her yell and uh-huh. then calms down. She says, Nissan. I don't care if I become no longer human. If that means you can live, then I do not care what happens. So please, look only at me. I was always waiting for you. Now that you came back, do not betray me. Uh Uh-huh. I like the only look at me line because it mirrors something Yumizuka says. Uh Uh-huh. And she's always been linked with Yumizuka in a way, narratively. But Shiki, you know Shiki... He's already in love with someone else, and yep. he can't think of her as anything other than his sister, this route. Oh, Ben. Oh, but Nissan, you do not have a choice. Oh, Shiki hits the floor as soon as he says something about already loving someone. Mm-hmm. 
He's in terrible pain, and she's just laughing at him. How is it, Nissan? Returning to how it was eight years ago. Akiha's having a great time, and you know what? Yeah. Oh my. Her eyes are filled with pleasure as she looks at my deteriorating, fragile situation. <laughs> I'm... My note right above that is, she's perfect. <laughs> um. Yeah, we get that window CG again, but this time... She looks a little meaner, and her hair is actually red. Mm -hmm. She tells him that he will die if she wills it. Her His whole life is her plaything. She can just tug the rest over, uh -huh. and it's all over for him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Plunder. Plunder. She is kind of surprised that he hasn't passed out already. Uh, she goes over to his collapsed body and starts to, like, trace her fingers down his back and find the scars that she left the night that she drank his blood. She tore up his back with her nails. That seemed at the time, like, maybe something that was just kind of, uh -huh. like, instinctual or, like, not at all intentional. It was uh -huh. just like, I'm in a lot of pain. Instinctual and... is probably correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she's, uh, <laughs> she's real happy that they're still there. Beautiful. The cuts I gave you are still here. She whispers in his ear hornily. <laughs> uh, she asks if she's the most important person to him. Uh, she tells him to answer because she's not going to be gentle forever. And he won't answer. Cheeky. I'm shocked this <sighs> motherfucker has survived as long as he has. Uh-huh. Ben? There are phones. She has a phone. She has a phone. Okay. She definitely has a phone. She, she she didn't put one into Shiki's room. He has to yell. Okay. He She tells him that he has until tomorrow to make up his mind and whether or not he'll love only her forever. Mm -hmm. She gets up that phone. And she tells Kohaku to come to her room because there's something she needs her to carry. Uh-huh. Just all of this. How does Kohaku react when she sees what's going um, on? She can't. She can't keep up the mask. Not when, no. like, the one person that she loves in the entire world is, like, inches from death, but, like, more so than usual. <laughs> um, she panics. Oh, she doesn't, yeah, she, she can't do the cheerful thing at yeah. all. She demands to know what Akiha did, and Akiha says she was just showing him how things stand. Oh. This, this... Just all of this uh -huh. perfect. She uh. tells Kohaku to carry him to his room. He'll recover by tomorrow night, she says, and then she wants her answer. And then she walks from... They're, they're presumably in her, like, sitting room mm -hmm. of her suite. She walks to her bedroom, and the air around her is like an inferno. Mm -hmm. Kohaku asks if he can stand, and he can't even say anything to lie about being able to stand, so she just carts him away. And she's uh. in a state. Uh-huh. Poor Kahaku. Time passes. Ben, poor Kahaku. Yeah, that's rough. He feels like he's been nailed to the bed, mm -hmm. uh, but somehow he's still able to move like a little bit. His heart is beating really, really fast, which is like a... That's a Nania thing. Not always, but it feels very Nania when he like describes it like this. Mm-hmm. He thinks that there's only one thing he could possibly move his body for, and it's going to kill Akiha. At least he has his priorities straight. <laughs> going to fuck Akiha. No! 
We already did that route, but I, I don't need to relive we it. We don't need to relive it. Yeah, so he's come to the conclusion that she's being controlled by something she doesn't even notice. Mm-hmm. Roa. Sounds Roa. like Roa. This really is, like, the final route of the game. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, remember that those nearside routes? We're gonna, like, pull in some of that. Remember how it was, like, was almost sick, the, the way that Roa affected Shiki? What if a girl did that? <laughs> so, his body wants to go kill Akiha, but he's trying to stop it. Although he's, you know, he's kind of being won over by the idea of killing Akiha. It's all. It's also. Bit. It's also that he doesn't, you know, have much. Like he's not doing great. No, he don't. He doesn't have much energy to resist his body's urge to go do something. Uh-huh. More. But time. also, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can kill her. She's about to kill you. <laughs> Time passes again. He feels a cool towel on his head and the sweat being wiped away and then a cup of water being held to his lips. Mm. Kohaku, with her normal smile, is taken care of. <laughs> she says that Akiha explained everything. She's worried that Akiha may have completely lost her rationality and that Shiki may die anyway. Mm. Akiha may be overestimating her ability to give back what she took. Mm-hmm. Again. <laughs> Kohaku's voice sharpens, and she asks if Shiki is really planning to act against Akiha, even though there's no hope of either of them succeeding. Uh-huh. He says that he doesn't plan to give in because he doesn't know when to quit, and Kohaku says there's something wrong with him. He says he can't act any other way without being a different person, being someone who loses the joy of the small things. Mm. Mm-hmm. And in a sad voice, Kohaku asks again why he just doesn't tell akiha that he loves her because he's gonna die unless he does it even if he doesn't mean it he could just say it yeah even if you don't mean it you could do it lie the your way out of this situation and he's like i lie what are those (laughs) couldn't do it yeah he's like i he says that he loves akiha like a sister but he can't lie to the one he loves the most and kohaku's like please just once just this lie you don't have to lie as much as me. Nope. If my body's not free, I'd at least like my heart to be free. If I lie just the once, then I'll have to continue lying. If I surround the lies with more lies, then it will all end up being empty. If that happens, I would... He realizes he's... Oh, yeah, yeah. And Shiki's like, uh, uh, oh, um, n- never be able to help the one I like the most. If I can call out post for kohaku <laughs> kohaku's web of lies this is a call out post for you <laughs> he looks uh. straight at her when he says the like the who i like the most mm-hmm. line and she looks away not smiling mm-hmm. he asks if she he at least pities akiha yeah she goes on to like say akiha can't make more people like herself like mm-hmm. a vampire can but that she's stealing life for his sake, even as it crumples her humanity. And she, like, says, Akiha's been waiting for you for a long, long time. And Shiki's in his head is like, well, right now, she's not doing anything for my sake. She's trying to kill me. <laughs> but I have lived extra time because of Akiha, so I do owe her, I guess. He starts to pull himself up. I, real quick. Yeah. I feel like that debt kind of paid by like 
her dad killing his entire family. Yeah. It's really hard to estimate, like... I feel like Shiki's been put through enough shit for the Tono family. Although, is Akiha really culpable for the things that the rest of the Tono family has done? Not really. Is she culpable for trying to kill him just ten minutes ago? Yes. <laughs> he didn't ask her to save him. Mm-hmm. You know? So, he starts to pull himself up. Kohaku is upset. He says he can't let Akiha drink any more blood, and he's gonna go to her room to do confrontation number three. Kohaku gets in his way and asks if this is Nanaya Shiki speaking. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. I don't want to kill her. I want Akiha to be Akiha again, not whatever the fuck this is. And Kwaku says that the old Akiha is long gone, and that she's not going to have mercy on him. And he picks up his knife, and gets ready to go to his death, and then he remembers the one last thing he has to do before he dies. The ribbon. This might be the end, so here. I hold out the white ribbon in my hand. It's a little late, but I'm giving it back. Sorry, you went through so much trouble to give it to me, and I never even used it. He places it in her hand. And she freezes up with a gasp, staring at it. He goes on, he says that he only figured it out recently, and he feels dumb for not doing it sooner. Mm -hmm. He should have realized it the moment she said, welcome back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't have the right, but thanks. I was really happy that you waited for me. And we get this really nice CG of Kohaku in profile, just looking like a shocked deer. Uh-huh. Like big, big eyes, just crying. Uh-huh. She's perfect. Uh-huh. He gives her a hug and tells her to run away with Hisui and never come back. He'll deal with the Kiha. She doesn't have to force a smile anymore, and she can finally be free of her last ten years of hell in this he- horrible mansion. Mm-hmm. She mumbles disbelievingly about him knowing everything, and then he kisses her. Mm-hmm. Just for a moment. And then he releases her, smiles with all his heart, because she can't right now. Mm -hmm. He says it was too short, but he had fun living with her, and that he likes her the best. And now it's time for him to face the music. Ben, we know what synchronizers are capable of. And we know... From last route. We know that there hasn't been a sex scene this route. Why, Why was... As soon as Shiki was like... Okay, listen. I like you. Mm-hmm. I don't... I want old Akiha back. I'm not, like, doing this for vengeance reasons. I know that you you have mixed feelings about Akiha, but you don't really want to kill her. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing this because, like, she's untenable as she is right now. She's insufferable. Can you imagine living with Akiha? <laughs> Terrible. Why is Kohaku's literal, like, the first thing out of her mouth not, Hey, I have a solution to this problem. Well, well, we'll get there. She says that he doesn't have a chance. And she looks at him with a despondent face. And she's like, you really mean that? About, about liking me best? And he nods and she shuffles over and she just holds his hand for a minute. It's so cute. <laughs> it's very cute. And this then is, I have done literally this uh-huh. with people I'm shy around. It's just like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like stand next to you and hold your hand and and try not to look you in the eyes <laughs> that would be overwhelming then Ohaku, she gives... autistic icon. Yeah. 
trauma queen Kohaku. <laughs> she smiles and touches his chest. It's back to uh, her fake smile. In time for sex. Sex will give him power. <laughs> she approaches this with absolutely zero shame or like posturing in the way that every other girl does. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, it's fucking time. <gasps> it's so grim the reasons why she's not precious about sex. But also it's really nice to have a character who isn't just like the like shy to the point of frustration virgin. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think this it's, this sex scene has its mixed, own issues. Yeah, yeah, it's such a mixed bag because we know why she's not shy about sex is because everything that's happened to her, sex mm-hmm. is something that has no meaning to her. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a, yeah, it's a tool. Yeah. It's a uh-huh. thing that you do because yeah, she has powers and she needs to use them. But it's so refreshing to have a character who isn't scared of sex. Yes. Is the other side of that coin. Never even heard of sex, but I'm mm-hmm. never done drugs. Shiki's like, oh, make love. What are you? I'm talking about having sex. Isui <laughs> Chan and I were both brought to this ma- this mansion for that purpose, you know. <laughs> and then we get an awful, awful piece of lore that I reject completely. That is like disproven completely. I mean, it's pointless. She says that synchronizers can only boost the power of opposite gender people. Which is not true. It is true. To form a proper bond, the boy has to come inside. Now, she has been giving a Kiha energy. They cut through a fake bond formed by drinking blood. Hmm. Why is this a fake bond? Don't know. Uh, Yeah, it's weird. I don't like it. Yeah. It doesn't seem to have any point. Yeah. Me. So, yeah, she's like, we're, we can have sex. It, we'll form okay. a bond. Yeah. The one, yeah. It feels like this is a, you can't get out of having a sex scene. Like, you mm-hmm. can't just do some, like, oh, yeah, let's, like, make out for a while. Uh-huh. But, like, they were gonna anyway. Yeah. He's gonna I die. Mean, yes. It is... This and the shiki saying like, "Oh, I don't, I wouldn't wear a ribbon." Like, what? I'm not mm-hmm. that kind of person. Are like the two. Fate's gonna have weird... a lot of that kind of person. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're the two weird, like completely out of left field, like out of right what? field, even. <laughs> what? Why are you? What's that it all about? Tells us doesn't need to be there. Yeah, feels bad. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Shiki probably, fairly, is like, uh, given everything I know about you, I feel a real little uncomfortable about using you sexually for power. Uh-huh. Even if I am a little horny right now. <laughs> and she's like, hey, listen, we're all gonna fucking die if you don't, so you better get used to the idea, my man. She says that she loves him, too. And that she's okay with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The smile is fake, but the words are real. Mm-hmm. That's what the vibe is. Passionate kissing time. Ooh, the kissing. Love to kiss a girl. Uh, and then Shiki starts to give out. <laughs> she has to help him into the bed, and then somber sex music starts up. 
She says she'll take care of everything. And Shiki is... Shiki... At least he's not saying it out loud, but way to kill the mood <laughs> in your own head, just thinking about Makahisa abusing her. I... Okay. I both understand. It would yeah. be hard not to, like, at least think about that context. Uh-huh. But also, like, how do you immediately not go, like, well... Not having sex tonight, sorry. I'm just, like, completely not, unable to... I can't stop thinking about my dad sexually assaulting you. Yeah, like, we just, even just, like, okay, I need a pause. Can we just, like, sit here and, like, talk about this for a sec? And, uh -huh. like... But no. <sighs> Shiki's horniness knows no bounds. Um, yeah, so... The I I wrote the only top in Tsukime is Kohaku, but I'm wrong about that. This Akiha is also a top. Yeah, and Kohaku's more of a verse anyway. Yeah, yeah. She uh teases him and says to relax a little while giving him a hand job, <laughs> and she's like telling, complimenting him, and telling him he can make more noise if he wants. Uh huh. This is top behavior. Uh huh. Uh, and then, like, mm, we get some, like, this is the flip side of the assuring virginality problem from the other roots. We get these, like, hints throughout this that Kohaku's body is particularly lewd. Her strangely flexible fingers that seem to suck at his very skin and, like, weird stuff like that. It I guess feels this is again the like weird to me. I have read too much poorly written sex. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. To like too much, but also not like not mm -hmm. enough analytically. Mm-hmm. And so just like just like buttoning through these this Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. My problem is that like I enter sex scene and I just enter like okay, this is just I'm just gonna let this wash over me, I guess. <laughs> Um, I treat it exactly the same as every other scene. Yeah, this is the, like, I I just, there's a part of my brain that just, like, shuts off. Uh-huh. And is like, okay. This is something I've thought about a lot, because I feel like a lot of people would elide the sex scenes, but to me that feels Never. dishonest, because yeah. it's part of the writing of the game. Just because it's sex doesn't mean it's anything different than a fight scene or anything else, right? Yes. And... and I I do pretty close analysis of the fight scenes, too, because it's not like a video game where it's just the same fight over and over. Mm -hmm. It's written this way for a reason. Yeah. You know? And I think that's that's probably more dismissive. Me saying that is more dismissive than I meant to be. Oh, yeah. I do take notes on these and, like... Oh, I'm not saying to... that you're dismissive. You're not telling me not to do this, right? Yeah. It's just the way that you read. You don't pay that much attention to it in the same way that someone else might not care that much about the fight scenes, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's it's a, like, both... Actually, that's a good comparison. It's, like, both mm -hmm. the fight scenes and the sex scenes are, like... I enter a mode where it is just, like, cool. I'm, like, kind of more passively mm -hmm. just, like viewing this entertainment mm -hmm. as opposed to like oh i actually need to like remember the details mm -hmm. exactly because they're there's like cool lore or whatever yeah, yeah yeah um i'm and just like yeah i think it's also it doesn't 
it doesn't it's not a coincidence that both of those are like mm -hmm. generally paced to like keep you going yeah they're not paced to be like okay i read a page i can like pause for a sec mm -hmm. uh, evaluate go on it's like oh yeah you just like you keep you keep reading you like finish a sentence go on go on go on mm -hmm. go on go on um yeah, it's like, I've written enough fight and sex scenes in my time that I'm analyzing them for whatever bits are in them besides just, like, the sex scenes are for titillation, the fight scenes are for a different kind of titillation, mm -hmm. but they do interesting character stuff in them, too. Yes. That's what yeah. I'm keeping an eye out for. Yeah. Uh, and also, we make fun of them a lot because they are funny. <laughs> Yes. In the same way that when Shiki has just murdered someone and starts talking about spaghetti with meat sauce is very funny, right? That's hilarious. I think, yeah, this this scene, okay, I guess it's later, but, like, I think it's, it's fascinating seeing, like, oh, actually Nasu has gotten better, better at writing sex scenes. Mm-hmm. Like... This is way better written mm -hmm. than a lot of the earlier stuff. Yeah, I will say also that not having to have her be in constant pain yeah. is, because she's a virgin, is uh -huh. nice. You uh -huh. know what I mean? Even if, again, it's for a very fucked reason. Yeah. So, let's see. Yeah, she's the only Tsukihime girl who's good at sex. Mm -hmm. It's Kohaku. Uh, let's see. She climbs up on him. Uh, there's a fascinating CG of her riding him, but she's still fully clothed. <laughs> and so there's just this bizarrely de defined through the kimono <laughs> ass. Uh, I'm like, I was like looking at this like, do you think she was naked in this originally? And Takeuchi just couldn't figure out how to make this pose work. <laughs> and so he just drew the kimono <laughs> over it just to like cover it back oh, up that's very i would absolutely funny. believe that uh-huh she uh he's inside her etc uh she leans against him with ecstasy on her face yeah she's still clothed it's another cg uh of all the people to fuck entirely in their outfit i wouldn't have expected kohaku to be the one right because uh -huh. Akiha's wearing a schoolgirl uniform all the time, and Hisui's wearing a maid outfit. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're the two who I would expect to be fucking... Oh, and CL's a nun. Uh-huh. CL never gets the, like, proper nun no. outfit, though. No, no, no. She's, it's more of a priest outfit yeah. that she's wearing, but you know what I mean. Yes. Real quick, Ben. Yes. Did you not take notice, or is it coming up? Kohaku is, like, actually legitimately cold. Does that say that? I have a... Yeah. Like, there's no, like, oh, sudden, actually, she's, like, cold but warm. There's a description of her as, like, legitimately cool to the touch. Cold Kohaku theory. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, like, the man holding up the, the beaker, and it's like, finally, cold girl. <laughs> Listen... I've always said this. Kohaku is the perfect girl for me. Yeah. She's the best, and I love her. Uh -huh. I've always been saying this since the very beginning of the game. Okay. The perfect girl is actually someone who is, like, kind of vacillates around a center temperature. Mm. So that, like, if you're cold, they feel warm. Uh -huh. And if you're warm, they feel cool. 
there's a girl in some uh manga, some shonen manga that I was reading a little bit, whose resting body temperature is like 140 degrees, and she just goes up from there when she gets excited, and that's a great girl. Oh, that's a very perfect girl. Or very hot. It said that if she's excited, she can cook an egg in her hand. That's incredible. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls with weird temperatures. Love them. Don't know why. It just appeals to me. <laughs> You just like weird girls. It's, it's Gap Moe, but the Gap is in temp body temperature. <laughs> oh no. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, good line. Impaled as she is, she can't ri- move around too much. <laughs> now, that could be a line from this or from that scene where Ciel is pinned to the wall with her own swords. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? My manhood feels like it's in a dimension of pure pleasure. Uh-huh. Uh, so she's gently encouraging him to come, and he's having a hard time because he can't move much because his body is... Mm-hmm. He's dying. He's dying, I'm honestly remember. amazed that he has enough blood to even keep an erection going. <laughs> Listen, she's always got time for sex. Somehow. Uh... I th- I wrote down, I think I meant she asks in a sexy voice if it feels good, but I did write she asks in a sex voice if it feels <laughs> good. Uh, he's gasping a lot, and she's like, hmm, I guess that's a yes. She's doing a real, like, sexy girl act. This is also just, like, this is topping to me. This is also topping. It's like, praise and realize that your bottom is completely non-vocal and uh-huh. be like yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna respond for you then huh uh-huh, uh-huh. um we're hmm. what if kohaku was is that too horny to include what if kohaku was just a top and wasn't going to need to be like be a bottom for the rest of this scene we're gonna talk about that when we get there but because hey, this is the thing that it does. That would that, be so much better. This is the thing that it does, where we get this really refreshing scene where Kohaku is actually, like, the driver of this experience. And then it portrays that as impure and, like, improper. And then she has to bottom for the proper sex. I don't know if... Yeah. I didn't read it it's as not, impure or, like, not, improper. But, like... Because mm-hmm. I think the thing is... So, like, yeah. She's forcing herself. Is the vibe that we're getting. This is what she does as a way of distancing herself from sex. So in order to truly have sex that is just for pleasure, she has to not top. Yeah, I think it's... (laughs) I will say, ah, come inside me. Her voice rises like that of an innocent child is one of the top, Uh, like, worst sex lines in this game. Whoa! uh Especially with the context that we've got here. Uh-huh. Oh, jeez. Anyway, he does that, though. Mm-hmm. And then she pops off him like nothing happened and starts checking his temperature and is pleased. And she's like, oh, we must have a high compatibility. Uh Oh, this is another thing. Apparently, if you've bonded before, forming new bonds is tough. It's di- more difficult. This sucks. Yeah, this. I hate that. Oh, I hate that. Because it presents her as soiled. This is why I'm, like, reading this scene as, like, this is the stuff I don't like about this scene. Yes. This is also, like, I haven't read this, like, a month Month ago. ago. That's so long. It's so long. This is the, like, I like doing a, like, okay, we finished the thing, 
two days later we, we record all of our episodes on that route because moving took a lot out of us yeah yeah yes you're right that like yeah there's some it's not as bad as it could be yeah but there's just like little hints of stuff that kind of spoils it for me uh-huh yeah that's fair mm-hmm uh, this is very funny, though. She's just, like, kind of rambling about his health and straightening up her outfit. And she's like, I'm gonna get you a fresh set of sex pajamas. And she's like... She does not say sex pajamas, Ben! I call them like I see them, Ben. She says pajamas. Pajamas. Why would she get him pajamas? He's going to kill his sister. Clothes, then. Shigi's kind of like, wait, we were just having sex? What? Um, I'm not, I was, I don't know how I feel about this. He grabs her and then pulls her back and he's like, Hey, um, I might die. I was yeah. like, I don't know that that was like enough. And she's like, Oh no, we haven't, I guess the bond isn't set properly after all. We'll have to do it again. He's like, well, no, he's like blushing. That's not what I meant. And he's trying to explain to her. That he wants to have sex for reasons other than exchanging bodily fluids for magical battle reasons. Uh-huh. And she can't wrap her head around this. Fair. Sex hasn't been something that she just does for fun. Yeah, yeah. Which is the, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It... And no one ever cared about her coming. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, it was just a like, oh yes, this is a this is a thing I need to do because mm-hmm. that's, I guess this is yeah this is how my powers are used. Uh-huh. So what a horrible power. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, I want to make you feel good too, even though I don't have any experience, so I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it. Uh huh. And yeah, he loves her. Mm-hmm. Wants to have sex. And. Kohaku turns bright red and says that she's never had sex for any reason other than utility before. And Shiki, again, is just, like, existentially horrified at the life that she's led up to this point. Yeah, and is... yes. Yeah, this is... Hey, Ben, they get to have their cake and eat it, too. Uh Uh-huh. She's somehow had the most sex and also... Also Still a virgin! Yeah. Um... This uh-huh. is the, like, I I do enjoy, this is the, I'm sure that, um, there is other, other people may disagree, mm-hmm. but I do enjoy this as, like, it feels accurate to who these characters are. Uh-huh. And, like, and compassionate of Kahaku's trauma. Yeah. It's not like, oh, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. or, like... Oh damn! Like, look at how damaged she is. Yeah. Like, never able to have fun with Shiki ever. It's yeah, terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it it could be done better. It's very tight. How like it, this all happens very close together. But yeah, this isn't my fear with Kohaku was that it would be another CL situation where it, the things that happen to her just kind of go away. Right? That never really happens with Kohaku. Like it's it's closer to Hisui, I would say, uh-huh. in terms of like, oh, you have years long trauma that kinda just disappears because we need it to because like she uh-huh. was a little nice to you uh-huh. and because like we don't really have all day. Yeah. Like, we kinda just need to like That's what go I mean, go go. Tight. Yeah. I think that it works for me better here than it does in the other routes. 
Right. Because mm-hmm. I don't think... Kawaku isn't fixed by sex. No. The thing with Hisui is... Once she touches Shiki enough, she's fixed. Yeah. That that part of her character wasn't as important as it seemed like yeah, all of a sudden, right? Yeah. Kohaku isn't... Like, she doesn't have, like, quote-unquote normal sex and then is cured, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Yeah. Uh, It could definitely be handled a little better and, like, have a little more room to breathe. The whole, like, this has to take place... We have to follow Shiki from wake up to go to sleep every single day for two weeks or whatever is really interesting, but also things happen too fast to be believable sometimes. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely, like, even when days are really short Mm -hmm. and, like, sometimes it's just like, oh, yeah, that was that was like four days that were all like kind of zoom, zoom, zoom. Uh huh. Um, Yeah, it's still the like the constraints on what Mm -hmm. this game is and like i guess yeah i want to say genre but like i'm not 100 percent on that Uh definitely like okay yeah what is this game it's it's you follow shiki from sleep to get up yeah yeah Yeah, it like it is a virginity parallel right because kohaku has a lot of sexual experience she can have sex but she's in doing it in a disassociative state Mm-hmm. And she can isolate herself from it in a way that doesn't make her uncomfortable. Cheeky wants her to be present and be a human lover <laughs> yeah. instead of whatever she is normally. Uh, and the idea of being a real person again scares her a lot. Mm-hmm. So she panics a little. So the reason that it's the reason that it feels like the the virginity thing feels bad. Is because it's every time. There's always a contrived reason for them to be a virgin. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't bother me as much as it does for other characters where it feels, you know, faker. Right? Uh Uh-huh. Because, like, CL was in a situation where she was having a lot of sex, presumably. Mm -hmm. Because she was possessed. She was Roa. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, maybe she wasn't the same her that she was when we met her. As far as we know, she was a willing passenger to some weird extent, right? Yeah. Like, Stockholm Syndrome isn't real, but it was that kind of thing. Yeah. You have to be party to that as much as your crumbling will lets you be party to it, right? Mm-hmm. So her being virginal all of a sudden be reads really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because CL never is culpable for the things that she did. Mm-hmm. Aside from Matt being mad at herself and the mm-hmm. church being mean to her off screen. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. All of that to say, this, uh, this sex scene gave me more to think about than most sex scenes in this game. Uh-huh. Uh, it is very funny also when he's like, can you take the kimono off? And she squeals. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, yeah. She, that part was cute. The next part's less cute. She's nervous about showing him her soiled body. Uh-huh. She he doesn't even respond give like dignify that with a response and licks her neck, starts to pull her clothes off. Mm-hmm. Fate bottom disease takes you fast. I okay. I hate Yeah. The framing of like Okay. Shiki. 
uh-huh. fine. It's fine to say like, okay, we did the transactional sex. Uh-huh. Now let's have sex just for us. Mm-hmm. Great. More power to you. I hate, I hate, I hate that he's like, also, honestly, getting topped wasn't satisfying. Yeah. It's it's also like she goes completely passive in this scene, which feels a lot like defense mechanisms, not yes. like I'm enjoying this. I think that there is... Because we've seen her in a completely passive state being sexually assaulted. Yeah. I think that there is a lot of... There's certainly more checking in <laughs> than usual. in this scene than, like, ever. Which is good. But, um, yeah. So this is another part of the scene that I feel I have complicated feelings about because it pays so much lip service to her skin being beautiful and unblemished mm-hmm. despite years of abuse. And it's so like, I don't necessarily want to see Kohaku covered in scars and like injury. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause that's rough, mm-hmm. but also it's okay. If she was, she wouldn't be any less beautiful for having like scars from her abuse. Yeah. And, like, there's just too much attention paid to that. Like, the way she is not actually scarred. It feels like... Yeah. It feels like there are, like, little interludes of... Okay, now I'm going to, like, think about the story that we are telling. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to kind of dive back into... Those, like, yeah. Then we're going to dive back into, like... Hey, I'm trying to write a sexy sex scene uh-huh. with the characters that we've established. Yeah. And then like and then like kind of like weaves in between those two. Badly. That's poorly, bad. I would say. Um Yeah, it's like This is the like this is similarly the like uh Akiha scene where it's like Okay, let's have sex. Uh please kill me. Okay, let's have more sex. Is like Uh-huh. That I think that this is maybe one of the better ones yeah. in terms of like keeping keeping the plot going throughout, but it still does feel like sometimes it's just like okay, but we need a we need a good sex scene and so I'm going to I'm going to use all of the like like I went and and got a bunch of hentai uh-huh. and read it and was like okay, here are the like phrases and like some tropes that I should mm-hmm. insert in here. Yeah, it's like I would probably call this the the sex scene that i consider to be like the best written and most like interesting that's why i'm picking out on it so much yes right certainly it is certainly the best written the archivist sex scene has a lot of uh a place in my heart because i think of it in as being narratively important right i think this one's also narratively this one is very is narratively important too not just for the like oh you do the connection thing it's like it's it is a like there's something coming that i uh is one of my favorite (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty soon it's gonna be kohaku fan okay that's fair i i just mean like this is a like oh yeah they got Mm -hmm. you i yeah this is another one that is like i would feel the the missing this one yeah in a way that like i think i I would feel missing most of these yeah but there are there are there are degrees of that right thinking about stay night also is like oh yeah there are scenes where it's just like oh yeah like a a scene of them coddling kind of like more or less gave me what i needed from that scene could have just kissed he's that would be fine 
That would have made more sense. Takeuchi would never. <laughs> no, no. That man oh. had to get down and dirty. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, there's like, like yeah. and then there are others like this one and, and the arc, arc we'd one. say that are like, oh, I would, the route would feel significantly different were this removed. Uh-huh. And uh, making fun of the Akiha one aside, the part where she pauses sex to ask him to kill her is so fucking incredible. It's so, like, one of the favorite, one of my favorite moments from this game probably is that, like, okay, so we just got done boning. I need you to murder me? Uh, are you still horny? (laughs) Listen, she... That's a girl who knows what she wants. She wants to she wants to have sex almost as much as she wants to die. <laughs> he is uh paying her a lot of attention and she starts to apologize for not properly servicing him and it's just like oh Kaku, you poor uh-huh. thing. And I'm just like, Shiki, if you've ever done anything for me, please don't be rough on Kohaku. Uh-huh. <laughs> Every other time girls ask you to be gentle and you don't do it uh-huh. <laughs> and i can't like it's his first time every time right mm-hmm. so he doesn't have a chance to learn between roots but please if you've ever learned anything don't hurt her uh-huh. <laughs> not even a little anyway do you know what time it is 69 time <laughs> yeah i feel like Six, oh, sweet no. honey would pour from these passionate petals if coaxed by my tongue. This, this is bad sex it's writing bad to me. To me. <laughs> uh, they give each other head for a bit. Fen, <laughs> 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 would you do me a favor and read that line for me? <laughs> my hmm? I can't. I'm... It's not actually a line, so we don't have to say it. <laughs> I oh, wanted to bully you. Uh, he has her lie down, and she's very confused by all these feelings. And we get another top-tier, worst line. I know, Kohaku-san, you look like a little girl. Shiki, she was sexually assaulted as a child. Why the fuck would you say things like that? Yeah. Anyway, moving on from that. Uh-huh. Uh, she says she has a feeling in her chest that she's never really experienced before, no matter how many times she's had sex. And she's happy, but she's also scared. Uh-huh. Uh, she's so embarrassed that she doesn't know how to smile anymore. Aww. Uh-huh. They have more sex. Uh, Shiki's like, I gotta keep going. I gotta soldier on, because Kwaku's probably never come before in her life. That's maybe true. That's almost certainly true. Why would anyone do anything extra for her? I just mean, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it's portrayed, at least. But What would you say? I guess, yeah. I... Yeah. What? She's never masturbated. Oh. Why would she? Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. Not for her. Also, do girls in Fate ever masturbate? Do boys? Do boys? Doesn't seem to exist in this world. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone reacts to their genitals as if it's the first time they've ever seen them. Uh, let's see, let's see. There's another 
odd looking CG. It's like angled up at her from between her legs, but it's cut in this weird way that makes her proportions look very strange. Mm-hmm. And she does ask him to be a little gentler. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Akiha hasn't heard them just like fucking screaming and going to town on each other, huh? I guess not. I mean, it is a huge house. It's a big house. And they both come. Excellent. Good for them. Good for them. Uh, Kohaku shuts down, and Shiki has to fight the urge to fall asleep with her. And, Fen, do you know what that was? Final Tsukihime sex scene. The last Tsukihime sex scene that we will have to read. Uh-huh. Because the remake's not going to have any. You know what else, Ben? You know what? What's the end of day 10? Yeah, I don't think, um... God, I'm still mad about synchronizers only work cross-gender and Akiha's relationship with Kohaku yeah, is fake. It's... Uh, <sighs> um, hey, Ben. Yeah? Do you think Shiki knows that he can, he, he, he can cuddle after sex? Do they not cuddle after sex? I feel like he just, like, zonks out. He's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm asleep now. Mm-hmm. Also, I think he usually sleeps with the girl in his arms. Does he? I think so. I guess Arcoid maybe. Mm-hmm. Or something in this sex scene that made me write down that comment. Mm-hmm. Or I guess after it. I would hope that he would cuddle Kohaku at least. God yeah. damn. She more than almost anyone needs to just be <laughs> held. <laughs> if you don't hold her, she might just like fall apart. Yeah, she might turn to dust. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's the end of day 10. Day 11, Nanaya. October 31st, Sunday. Sunday. And it's Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. To goths everywhere. It's me. I'm goths. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. You weren't actually born on Halloween. No. But you're born in October, which means you are a Halloween baby. I guess we have released an episode since my birthday happened. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, the 14th. But we recorded before it. I don't Uh think we made any mention of it. Happy birthday, son. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, so we're doing that thing again where we're recording part of the episode the next day because our episodes are so long. Uh, Too long. Every time I talk about us recording with our uh friends, one of them is like, I don't know how you do it. And uh-huh. I just have to respond, neither do I. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Fen. We have this completely deranged habit of being like, okay, instead of making the episodes shorter, we're just going to do less of them. So we end uh-huh. up with less time to release episodes based on it's how much we've really... played. But the episodes are every bit as long as they used to be. It's because we're excited to get to stay night. And we're just not, we're trying not to have three or four episodes for every root anymore you're putting this on me i ag- i agreed with this as well to be fair but i'm y- not putting it <laughs> i'm saying that both of us together are a completely deranged <laughs> creature um you're right that i'm excited to get to stay night i think i'm excited too we might yeah we're gonna have a fun we're gonna have a fun episode where we go over what we're doing and like probably changes in format uh-huh uh in terms of we keep it saying is- that yeah, 
I think it's a like we'll talk about it. Um and we'll talk about it other other than right now, but um there's a lot that is like, oh, what's the momentum? Is that the mm-hmm. thing? That like, yeah, we're we're in the middle of Tsukihime. Yeah, we can't change. So we can't like super change everything. Um I think for staying night definitely we're gonna have to set out ahead of time. Here's which days we're doing next time. It might be a short episode. It might be a long episode, but here are the ones. Because yeah. I don't think that we can read an entire okay. route. And then. Now, Fen, I do believe I suggested that. It, yes. I do believe that was my original idea. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway. So we considered putting this last the last day of the Kohaku route onto the next episode. Uh but the main reason I don't want to do that, despite how long this episode is gonna end up being, is that this scene that immediately follows the sex scene is one of my favorites. It's one of my favorite in this game. It's one of the best scenes in this game. Like hands down. And it's important that it's placed directly after the sex scene. Yes. So it's weird to stop. Yeah. Now, uh, is that all? Are we ready to get back to it? Yeah. Kaku is adorable. I love Kaku. I love her. I love Hisui too. Uh Uh-huh. Both of them. Uh Uh-huh. Did not... Two of them. We can't talk about it that much because we have, like, two wrap-up episodes coming. Yes. But, yeah, I just love both of them. Shiki is lying in bed, kind of out of it, after all of the sex that what he just had, and... Kohaku is curled up against him sleeping. Cuddling Adorable. theory confirmed. Yeah. He's re- starting to recover his strength a little bit, which is nice. And then Kohaku tells him to listen quietly because she has something to say. Uh-huh. Hey, Ben. <sighs> I'm not the girl that you think I am. I don't have a sense of self of my own. And even now may simply be just another act. A long time ago, I was always quiet. I never understood why people smiled or frowned or could ever discover the meaning behind it. But I think I did have a self. Until I was brought to this mansion, I was really alive. Oh, this monologue that Kohaku does is just shattering. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to read the next one? Uh, isn't it funny? In order to protect myself, I cast away my identity and became just a doll. But the more of that I do, the more broken I become. I became good at acting, an expert at lying, and I could deceive anyone with a smile. But as I try to fulfill my purpose like that, I keep losing myself that I wanted to protect. Just what is happiness? What is this thing called sadness? I became unable to even remember the meaning of pain itself. Kohaku. <laughs> and then we get... Ben, uh-huh. this is... The background for this is just the, you know, default Shiki's room, uh-huh, uh-huh. blue overlay, so it's, like, nighttime. And then we get just one of the, like, cutest CGs in the game. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, her, like, propped up on her elbows, just looking over at him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is, like... She's topless, but, you know. Yeah, but it's a, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It is a, like, oh, I'm comfortable around yeah. you. Like, we... We had sex last night. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, we just woke up. We're coddling. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's like 
comfy it is like comfy sunday morning vibes yeah yeah it's like 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 you just but you both happened to wake up at like 5 a.m you know what i mean it's not really time to be up yet but you end up talking anyway yeah yeah kind of vibe so yeah she talks about how she lost herself and became this liar you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and was really good at it but was always getting mixed up because of shiki shiki who was as a kid knew that she was sad and wanted Mm -hmm. to help her and another moment of that like quiet scene where akiha watched shiki die but another person is added into it in post Kohaku somehow was able to see the clearing in the woods where he died from the window uh-huh. on the second floor. This raises a lot of questions for the shape of the forest to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because Hisui was there. Hisui was there. Kohaku was, Kohaku was watching around. She has a periscope so she can see up higher. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and she says that that was the first time she ever felt true hatred. She watched Shiki save Akiha's life. Akiha, who is kin to the person who has tormented her her entire life. Mm-hmm. Shiki, this person who she was like weirdly attached to, threw his life away without thinking to protect the spawn of the monster. Real and quick. she was angry at Shiki for it. Ben. Yes. Is Shiki Kahaku's comfort character? <laughs> yes. She kins Hisui, though. <laughs> yeah. She says that... Kahaku says that she never had any feelings towards the Tonos, right? Mm-hmm. She just... They were so bad, she couldn't have any feelings in that direction. But the idea that Shiki would save someone else <laughs> and mm-hmm. leave her there was infuriating yeah because uh-huh. he's like he's her only hope like uh-huh. quite literally yeah. he's the only thing that she has to like lay any hope of getting out of this situation on mm-hmm. kaku goes on to say that she's happy right now but she can't tell if she's faking it or not anymore uh-huh hey is it all right cheeky song believing in me someone who doesn't know if she loves you like you do me it's so good. It's so good. This is what I mean when I say that Kaku wasn't isn't cured at the by the yeah. end of this route, right? I had not remembered what actually like happened in this scene mm-hmm. because um we played this a while ago. Mm-hmm. I remembered it I remember that CG being great. I didn't remember like exactly what conversation uh-huh. happened, but it's yeah, such a good conversation. It's such a good it's like yeah, this is Kahaku in a nutshell. Even when she lets down the mask, she's like, I don't I can't tell when I'm acting anymore. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't know. Like, I can't say, oh, yeah, I love you, because that could just be an act. Yeah, I, I can I, say it, but do I mean it? Yeah. I don't know. Do you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you say you love me, but who do you love? There's, I'm just like a series of interlocking fakes. Uh-huh. And so Shiki's response to this, now that he has a moment to talk, he says that she's not, she can't be truly evil because someone who's actually like to the bone evil can't 
put up an act of kindness as like m- good as she can. I don't know if I totally believe that. I don't that. think he's right. Uh-huh. I think it's a cute thing to say. It's a nice thing to say. And he says that even though she's been acting as the cheerful Kohaku this entire time, the reason that she always looks like she's having fun isn't because she's acting, it's because she's having fun doing the act. Mm-hmm. She is feeling something. Mm-hmm. You know? Now that part's interesting. I like that. That's why she's described as saying, as you always look like you're having fun, not just you always look happy. It's mm-hmm. because it like in the He Sweet endings, when she before she dies, she said that she had a lot of fun even though it was fake. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So Shiki says that he'll still like her even if she becomes a whole new Kohaku, because there is a core of her that shines through. Mm-hmm. Right. One one more detail. This entire scene, um, she's just like she's kind of has like a like a smile on. Mm-hmm. Like she's happy. She's happy to be chatting with Shiki, even if the contents of this chat are like, I don't know if I could ever be properly happy anymore. Uh-huh. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I can actually love you the way you need to be loved. Uh huh heavy so good so yeah he says that he'll still love her no matter what and she's like i thought you'd say that and then she like pounces on him and starts kissing him that's really adorable um yeah and it's so nice this is again the nice thing of kohaku is not intimidated by every single act of intimacy and it's it's nice it's really cute she also does then force a pill down his throat (laughs) it's even it's even better fan yeah, yeah, she sticks her tongue in his mouth and then forces him to swallow a pill. Incredible. When did she get the pill into her mouth? I love I don't know. She's I love incredible. her so much. Uh, Shiki is like, what, what's going on? And then immediately he gets drowsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's trying to knock him out so she can go face Akiha on her own. <sighs> and she it's working. Uh-huh. He's starting to fall apart. And she asks one last question. Which Kohaku does he like best of all? I I don't know, but I like this Kohaku. I speak as if in a dream. She looks at me in total surprise. Yes, I liked this Kohaku the best, too. With an unmatchable smile, she quietly stands up. Mm-hmm. Perfect. She gets dressed. She says that she has to go take responsibility for what she's done. And uh, Shiki drifts off for a moment but it's probably more than a moment. Mm-hmm. And then he bursts awake and is like, oh, shit, that just happened. What's going on? Oh, no. He's mad at her for trying to do this whole thing alone. Uh, and he starts to, like, pull himself up out of bed. But, like, you know that thing. Once upon a time, I had to go to work, and I was very sick. And I went to take the daytime... Uh, cold medicine pills that i had Mm -hmm. but i did take the nighttime ones instead Mm. and i still did have to go to work and i didn't realize until halfway through that shift that i was i I was uh under sleep meds and i was everything i was it was like moving through water all day you know what i mean Uh that's shiki right now Uh uh-huh Shiki's pulling himself to his desk, and he has this incredible thought he's like i'm gonna go into her fucking room and i'm gonna take all of her drugs away from her (laughs) He falls asleep again, like, on the floor or halfway on the mm-hmm. desk or something, wakes up again, gets his knife, and what does he do to get himself to stay awake? Huh. 
Uh, we should have added a content for warning for body horror, I guess, at the front of this one. Yeah. Um, Light body horror. It's gross. I just, yeah. Fingernail I stuff. A, How's that? I, yeah. Skip, like, ten, <laughs> um, 30 seconds forward yeah. if you don't like fingernail stuff. Um, he cuts the nail of his middle finger. Yeah. Which sure as hell would keep me awake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does, it's on the, his knife hand, right? So every time he grips the yeah. knife, it, like, spikes pain. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, yeah, he wraps his hand in a handkerchief, and he's like, alright, time to go kill my sister. Sometimes a family is two maids and two siblings, three of whom want the sister dead. <laughs> Everyone except the sister wants the sister dead. Sister wants to die a little bit sometimes, too. Yeah, uh-huh. So, Shiki bursts into Akiha's suite, but no one's there. Mm-hmm. It's past midnight. He's been asleep a good long time. Mm-hmm. So, Akiha must be out on the town. So, Shiki heads out to town. Mm-hmm. He knows that Akiha has a high likelihood of just She's so far gone at this point, she'll probably just kill Kohaku, is what he's worried about. And seems like a reasonable assumption from what we've seen. He also makes another good assumption. He knows that uppercase Shigi was operating out of the school because of dreams or something like that. Uh Uh-huh. And he's like, she absorbed some of her habits from uppercase Shigi. She's probably going out of the school, too. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is a little weird to me, because she does, like, litter... She has a mansion. She can do whatever she wants. She does in a dream that I think we now... Shiki hasn't really put it together, but the first dream after the conversation with Shiki and then Shiki dying, or other Shiki dying, yeah. um, she does bring someone to the school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. like, to... I think specifically to Shiki's classroom. Oh, yeah? I don't know that it's... I mean, that's the implication I got there. Okay. Because it's a second or third floor classroom, which is, like, Mm -hmm. not necessarily where other Shiki would usually... I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Other Shiki, we haven't... Yeah, I don't know that we ever saw other Shiki bring people to the school. Listen, there's only so many backgrounds in this game, and the school has a few of them. Yeah. So we might as well just end it at school. Yeah. Shiki gets a headache. Still bummed that we never saw Hisui's room. Still bummed that we never saw Hisui's room. Why does she lock it? Oh, it's because she has a sword collection. I was about to say it's because she she has knives everywhere and doesn't want anyone to know. God. That's what Hisui Kahaku doesn't think that they get paid, even though somehow Kahaku does the money and and <laughs> has lost that. Hisui is just spending thousands of yen a month on knives. Huh. Hisui has that motorcycle wolf knife, you know, uh-huh. she's watching. She has her own TV, but it only gets one channel, and it's the Home Shopping <laughs> Knife Network. Yes. Shiki gets a headache as soon as he enters the school grounds, and he smells blood. That's unfortunate. Huh, that's weird. hate it when you smell blood at your school. Now, Shiki peeks down over the rim of his glasses and what does he see when he looks at the school he sees a web of red hairs covering the school yeah like a spider web almost like the 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 um the hairs that other shiki ran into trying to get out the window were like physical it was like a net yeah weird he can only see it when his glasses are off Mm mm-hmm yeah 
spooky. He goes into the school, and you know what? It's fucking sweltering in there. <laughs> so he makes his way to the classroom he knows Akiha's holed up in. Mm-hmm. And uh, what what is in the classroom? What does he b- find? What's the first thing he sees when he walks in? He sees Akiha. Yes. And then three unconscious girls. Three of them. Three of them? Uh, You've notably, tried two of them. Notably, their throats have been gnawed on just a little bit. Mm. Not enough to kill them, of course. Mm-hmm. Akiha hasn't crossed that line quite yet. Mm-hmm. I was like, to be able to avoid the urge to kill them, she must have pretty pr- impressive willpower to do that, even with Rawa in her head. Mm-hmm. Akiha's having a great time. She's laughing. We get a new sprite of her with red hair looking sick as hell. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I don't know where where in this bit this happens, uh-huh. but I have written down my heart lifts up a rhythm of delighted sobs. And that's Ooh, That's such a good a line. Good line. God, she's so fun. The I also have written down this route really is just food. All the Akiha sprites are so good. It's such a good sprite. Uh okay, so Akiha asks if Shiki couldn't manage to wait till tomorrow. And Shiki is trying to stop himself from, mur- like, trying to murder her immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, his instincts are telling him that the Akiha he's seeing right now is far, far more dangerous than the one that he saw kill uppercase Shiki in that dream in Future Vision, Future Death. I would say that's, uh-huh. yeah, that's fair. She's happy that he forced himself to come see her despite his condition. This is the most, yeah. So... We've talked about how Nasu hates writing mm-hmm. actual sex scenes. Yes. Nasu loves writing kink. Oh, yes. True. Even if it's not like, yeah, kink, but uh, it's just part of the fiction. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> um, this uh, scene rules. So good. My reason cries out. Tonoshiki cannot win against that thing. So you can't make it angry. Don't let it be your enemy. If you do that, you will surely be annihilated. Mm-hmm. Good line. Yeah. But Shiki, no matter how much he wants to run away, he can't. He asks where Kohaku is, and Akiha grinds her teeth and points to the wall, mm-hmm. uh, next, presumably the wall next to him that he didn't look at when he came in, where Kohaku is strung up in a crucifixion pose, uh, wrapped up in, like, strands of hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, these strands of hair are metaphorical, I feel like. I think that they're... She's not actually, yeah. like, shedding hair. No. They're not physical things. They're, like... The red hair they is are represented... physical in the sense that, like, they have there is action there. on the world. Yes. They're, but, like... Yes, you're right that they're not... Yeah. It's not, like, oh, literally, suddenly Akiha has, like, thousands of, of meters of hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um... Yeah, she's not doing, like hair telekinesis like it is like time. how she envisions her power yeah i think mm-hmm. is, yeah so yeah akiha uh can't see the hair actually is is notable uh, she makes a joke about how kohaku is doing something strange and suspending herself in midair mm-hmm. uh-huh but don't worry nissan i don't i don't kill cats that bite me once after she receives her punishment, I will forgive her. She does kill Cat the Biter twice, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then we get just... But let me warn you, I don't care for pets that bite me. 
I guess it doesn't belong to me anymore in my heart. So there won't be a second time. I have no need for those that aren't mine. Hey, Nissan, I can be very cruel to those who betray me. <laughs> so Shiki's worried that Kohaku's might be drawn and quartered by <laughs> this hair, despite what Akiha keeps saying, like, oh, don't worry, I'm not going to be that mean yet. And then, like, someone might be about to die, and it doesn't uh-huh. seem like she's fully in control of that. But if Shiki can see something, he can cut it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he jumps and, like, slashes at the air with a speed that even surprises him, and Kohaku drops to the ground, unconscious, but not dead. Mm-hmm. Akiha hates it. She looks into his eyes, she's mad, and she asks if he made a contract with Kohaku. <laughs> Did you two bang before you came here? Netflix and chill, but... Netflix and make a contract. <laughs> Yeah, Akiha is completely distraught, and she's like, this is the worst possible thing for her. She really didn't want those two to bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, she screams and cries and maybe pukes a little. And uh, she shouts at, at the unconscious Kohaku, Thief Cat, I should have killed you. Now, Thief Cat, I did look this up. It's uh, Doboro Neko, which is a colloquial like saying that means homewrecker, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Akiha did also just refer to Kaku as a cat. Uh-huh. So like, uh-huh. probably leading up to this line. Uh huh. It's just yeah. Yeah. In a bit, a bit later, I wrote down it is Kahaku a cat. <laughs> yeah. At the time, I was like, that's I feel like weird... she's... I got the gist of it. Obviously, I was like, that's a weird way to say it. And then later, I was like, oh, it's probably thief. It's probably like a specific yeah. like homewrecker. Yeah, there's Look just there's a lot of there's a lot of talk of Kahaku as cat in this uh-huh. section of the game. Yeah, I think if anything, she's a fox. <laughs> Too crafty to just. Too crafty. We'll talk about but it in the. We will get a lot of cat girl Kahaku in the future. It's yeah, blood and whatnot. Uh-huh. Uh, Akiha snaps back to uh from puking to fury. Mm-hmm. And is laughing at Shiki's boldness to come kill her. And he's like, Akiha, I'm here to, like, save you. And Akiha doesn't really believe that. She's like, well, you are bound to Kohaku now, so you don't need me to live. So you can just throw me away, like the trash. And he's like, I, you're my sister. I don't want to throw you away. I'm, I'm here to help. He's, his argument is that with Kohaku's help, Akiha doesn't need to drink blood to keep him alive anymore. Yeah. But she can't see this as anything other than abandonment, because she was never drinking the blood for him. She was doing it to force him to get in line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's a, like, yeah. I would say, like, the only relationships that she has known mm-hmm. growing up were, I guess she did have fun with him and Hisui, mm-hmm. like, playing around. But for the most part, have been transactional. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, if you don't need me you if you don't literally need me to keep you alive you'll abandon then there's like why should we even talk Uh uh-huh there's nothing we're not exchanging like worthy uh yeah we aren't like doing stuff for each other so Mm -hmm. you're just gonna end up leaving me shiki thinks about it he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna die unless i agree to this Mm -hmm. so is kohaku maybe i should just but you know shiki he couldn't even lie just to get her to let her guard down. 
Uh-huh. You know? So he can't turn his back on Kohaku. And the room is just sweltering. <sighs> yeah, she says some dope shit about how he's nothing to her if she he won't be hers. Nissan, for me, you really were the most important person in the world. But that is all over. Because however much I yearn for you, if I can never have you, then aren't you just an eyesore? Akiha cannot share, unlike Ark and CL. Uh-huh. I mean, this is really like Roa can't share. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah. I, yeah. I think Akiha there's... struggles to share uh, on her best days. Yes. It's, yeah. It's the like, I think Akiha would have, hmm. If Shiki had never come back uh-huh. and like met up and started dating Kahaku on his own, mm-hmm. I think she probably would have been happier because mm-hmm. like there was never a like a moment of, oh, you came back for me. Yeah. That's so yeah. exciting. Yeah. It's, uh, well, it's like she, she is normally, normally has trouble with other girls being around Shiki, but because of Roa, she's so emboldened that she doesn't bury that down she's just like these are my real feelings so fuck you man Uh uh-huh 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 assertiveness it's it's great it's so hot in that room that shiki can barely move his body Mm -hmm. yeah and akiha goes back taunting him and she's like listen you would already be dead if i really wanted you to be i'm giving you a chance right now because i think it's funny Uh uh-huh and yeah, she's like, listen, I've wanted to kill you for so long. Yeah, she says the yeah, she says that it's a way to make him hers forever in a uh-huh. definitive way. And she's like quivering with excitement. And you know, Shiki's Shiki's kinda like, I also want to kill you. I just think it's really progressive. That Naso is letting a girl be horny when she murders someone as well, <laughs> without feeling bad about it. It's just like we saw, we saw Shiki uh-huh. uh, killing Arkweed, uh-huh. and now we get Akiha just like inches away from orgasm while she's huh. about to kill Shiki. Oh, she's so jazzed about it. Good for her. Good for her. So she's like, it's fight to the death time. And he can feel her, like, aura about to strike at him, and he dodges out of her sight faster than she can see. Mm-hmm. Nania time. Nania time. Oh. Well, he's still, he's still Tomoshi. Yeah, but he's got the Nania spark. Yeah. They end up in the hallway, mm-hmm. uh, and he can't get out of her line of sight so easily. Akiha's very, very cocky, but she's also still Akiha, so she's smart. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's very cocky. <laughs> very cocky. He's like, she's probably going to pick off my limbs one by one, like a child torturing a bug. That's unfortunate. And then she immediately out loud says that that's exactly what she's going to do. <laughs> he feels the hair grabbing at his legs, and he cuts it to pieces, which destroys her attack. If he cuts mm-hmm. the hair, her like attack falls apart. But it does hurt him. Mm-hmm. It gets him before he can do anything. Uh, plus, cutting someone's intangible, like, power out of the air is a lot on his brain. Which, again, he hasn't really leveled up those mystic eyes very yeah. much in uh, this route. So he's got a real headache. He really, 
really, if I were Shiki, mm-hmm. I would simply power level in the downtime between major story events. Well, that's what you do is you take off your glass and just... And strain, like, and then you put the glasses back on, yeah. and it's like push-ups yeah. for your eyes. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're laughing. I just, I just think he had the opportunity. He had plenty of free time to just did. wander around town, being like, "Okay, gonna make my eyes better. Gonna make my eyes better." The only problem with that is that there's like a fifty percent chance he kills someone every day <laughs> he does that. That's fair. So she's staggering in closer. And he's starting to get the rhythm of her power. The, mm-hmm. the better that he, she can see him, the faster her attacks hit him. It's it's nighttime. It's at a distance, so it takes a second. A, it take, it only takes like a second for the mm-hmm. hair to like grab onto him. But during the day, it would probably just be instant and it would yeah. be over. Yeah, yeah. The the darkness gives him enough of an edge that he's not immediately he's losing dead. limbs. Yeah. He's just losing them slowly over time. <laughs> They're standing off, but they're interrupted. By who? Kohaku. Oh, no. Kohaku begs Akiha to stop what she's doing, that this isn't going to be good for her. This is only going to hurt Akiha if she turns into a monster like Uppercase Shiki. And that Akiha hasn't crossed the line yet, and that she can can still back down from this. Mm -hmm. Assault is one thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Sex murder is another. (laughs) Akiha claims that it's already too late for her and she might as well just lean in. And then Akiha claims that Kohaku doesn't understand what suffering really is and shouldn't lecture her. Akiha! Uh, I gotta say, Akiha, you do have some troubles in your life, but again, I don't think anyone in this game can beat Kohaku for trauma. Yeah, I... Yeah. I guess she doesn't understand what suffering is in that her sense of what feelings are are completely broken by what she's been through. Uh-huh. But that's not really what like, Akiha is You, saying. your dad, and your brother have so thoroughly destroyed her psyche uh-huh. that you are possibly <laughs> correct that you are in more pain than she is right now. But also... <laughs> I don't think it's fair to say that she doesn't understand what suffering is. Uh-huh. It's like, wow, this is read the room, girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Akiha goes on to talk about how much fun she's having being an asshole. Real girl power moments. Uh-huh. Also, just I just love how I love seeing Akiha like this. Yeah. She's uh-huh. so good. It's not Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss. It's just Girl Boss, Girl Boss, Girl Boss. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty sure there's some gatekeeping in there. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want... She's gatekeeping Shiki. It's Gaslight in that she's setting something on fire. <laughs> Kohaku is like, you don't really want this, Akiha. You wanted things to go back to normal, and you're afraid that you can't get that, so you're lashing out at us. Mm-hmm. And Akiha says, silence. Don't try to act like a good person after setting us up to kill each other. Ooh, okay. That's a low blow, but fair. I I don't know that that's a low blow. That's kind of fair. Well, Kohaku failed, and Akiha's about to kill them anyway. So I think Akiha's being worse right now. Yeah. 
I just don't think that it's unreasonable to bring up the fact that... that Kohaku was planning on killing her and succeeded in another route. Yeah, uh-huh. that's fair. So, Akiha turns these t- this ta- conversational tables on Kohaku and is like, Aren't you happy? We're about to kill each other. This is exactly what you wanted. The last two Tonos fighting to the death. And this is when we realize that Shiki doesn't know that part yet. Uh-huh. Kohaku freezes in place because she never admitted to Shiki that she was planning on killing Akiha. So, Akiha reveals the whole thing. Kohaku has been manipulating him, undermining his confidence in his memories, dosing him with hallucinogens and whispering lies in his ears. <laughs> Telling him that he was a killer and trying to guide him to kill Akiha. Perfect. Uh-huh. This is, yeah, this is wild. Like, what a... Uh-huh. What a what a way for Shiki to find out all of this. Yeah. We didn't really see how he figured it out in Hisui's route. Yeah, he just like had a feeling that something was wrong yeah. and then kind of put it together that yeah. Kohaku was behind it. But this like I just have it presented oh, this way. I I just said that I loved you a lot and that like you were my favorite and now oh no. You know, I've always liked this like uh metaphor of a play that we've gotten since the very beginning you know what i mean the mm-hmm. opening movie like references uh like the curtains opening on a play mm-hmm. i always been like what is the play and it's kohaku's play uh-huh. <laughs> and he's one of the actors uh-huh. it's a great bit yeah it's i'm so glad that in this route it's not that she's not trying to kill a kiha she's always trying to kill a kiha mm-hmm. is the thing she just didn't succeed. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It seems like in the near side routes, uh, Arcweed and CL fuck things up so bad that she kind of just gives up on the plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in the well, far side routes... I think in the near side routes, she just has less control over other Shiki. Yeah, she doesn't really have... Because it's Roa. Because it's, it's Roa. not really other Shiki. She doesn't Shiki. have any control over him. Yeah. And so I guess she just gives up on that plan? Well... She's, I don't. She's yeah. attacked. I don't even know that she has. I mean, it's that the kind plan. of thing where uh, I think that it, I think that the basic thing of her wanting to kill Akiha probably still stands. Yeah, I just don't know that she has the same, even the same relationship with mm. with Roa. Like, yeah, she does. I don't know. think that she's taking care of him in the way that she takes care of other Shiki. Hmm. That might not be true. Yeah. But. No. Because I think on the near side routes, Shiki never makes it into the clearing mm-hmm. to, like, see her disappear. Someone had to let him out, though, to kill Makihisa. I I think that with, with Roa in control, he's crafty enough to have gotten himself out. But why not earlier, then? Because he was in control the whole time. Lot to think about. Anyway, there's like there's so much that changes between near side and far side uh-huh. that like, sure, maybe Kohaku had a plan, uh-huh. but I definitely don't think that. I think that at the very least, Kohaku wants to kill Akiha no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I just don't know that she has the same like. Cap- Makihisa abused me, and then your son did, or then mm-hmm. yeah, his son did, and then you did, mm-hmm. and therefore like. Never going to forgive any of you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, Not that she even hates them, she says. Yeah. It's just something that she's doing with her time. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm just really glad that, like, she's not innocent in this route. Mm-hmm. She's not the villain. Akiha's the villain. Akiha's the final I was so boss. hoping that Kahaku was... We'll talk about it. But she did do all that shit. She has been the mon- a monster for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Roa fucked up her plan in this route by being absorbed by Akiha and making her super, super powerful. Mm-hmm. Making her powerful and also, it feels like giving her insight into mm-hmm. what all was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that Akiha, it's possible that in Hisui's route, Akiha knew what was about to happen. Yeah, I think but... that it is possible. Because I think that it's possible that Akiha knew the whole time in, or not the whole time maybe, but for a, a while in the Hisui route but cared about Kohaku enough to still sacrifice herself for Kohaku. Because that girl's got a lot of guilt about what she did, what her family's done to Kohaku in yeah. that route. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's possible. I don't. Not enough it's... to get her uh, a different job uh-huh. or anything else, but... <laughs> so this is all coming together for Shiki. All the medicine that Kohaku provided to him, the way she hangs around him. Yeah, Akiha mm-hmm. says that they were all actors in Kohaku's play, and... He still chose Kohaku over her. And we get a sprite of Akiha with her red hair crying and yelling at him, looking upset. Great. Is that like the one big tear sprite? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the, again, this route is food. All of the Akiha sprites of like, all of her expressions are Uh just great. Shiki claims that he knew the whole time that there was something wrong with the way Kohaku was acting. Yeah. It's like, yeah, sure you did, man. Uh Uh-huh. You're not... Sure, you're not as oblivious as a stack of bricks. Uh, it's okay for you to admit that Kohaku had you dancing on strings, but you still think she's hot. Mm-hmm. He says that he loves Kohaku and that he believes in her, and Kohaku is over there looking genuinely surprised with her big ol' eyes. And Akiha says, Then I'm just some sort of clown? She does have the red hair. Mm-hmm. Got a red nose, too, I bet. From the crying. Yeah. <laughs> Shiki knows what's about to happen and makes a run for it. But we get a CG of Kohaku, eyes wide, being torn open by Akiha's fiery powers. Shocked. No, as if she was accepting it. She didn't even try to dodge. She collapses. Her kimono wavers in the air as if it was all in slow motion. My brain doesn't want to confirm it and lags behind the flow of time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is just ah! she gives <laughs> this a is... smile as she falls, and he thinks about that conversation that they had about how she's never really had happiness. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We know that there's only one end to this route. Yeah, there's only one ending to this route. Akiha laughs and calls Kahaku a thief cat again. This is when it started to click to me that this must be a saying, not just uh, like a. Uh-huh. <laughs> she said it twice. Akiha says that she can't turn back, and she has no reason to turn back anyway. Shiki's headache is getting worse, and he's mad at himself, and for Akiha, for not being able to save Kohaku. Mm-hmm. I doubted, doubted that Kohaku was dead, because, like, I mean, Arkui did pull the shit, but I get Kohaku is just a person. Yeah, like, she's a person with some abilities. Those abilities are not, uh, very extremely hard to kill. <laughs> Where I was at was, 
I'm not convinced she's dead, but I'm also not convinced that Aki- that Kohaku will live to see the end of this brood. Mm-hmm. Akiha says something about uh, how she's just throwing away a broken toy. <laughs> and Shiki says that you're not my sister. You're not Akiha. You're possessed by something. Oh, Ben. And then we get another... This... This ending is just incredible. Just a sequence of of incredible like, one liners and uh-huh. uh, sprites. Um, my my section heading for this bit is just cheering. <laughs> um, <laughs> my headache stops. Tonoshiki dies. Nanayashiki saunters out of the dark night. Whoa! That is that is it. That is the page of text. Uh-huh. Black background. It's great. I'm Saunter so here for. I'm so here for like. Okay, now we're fighting for real. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Fine, I guess names do mean something to me. Uh-huh. And he's trying to calculate how to get close enough to Akiha to kill her, and Akiha says, Oh, you're finally in the mood? <laughs> oh. Sex and death are the same thing. They're the same. Fate. She's sauntering back towards him, and he's trying to figure out the right timing to attack that will lead to him not ending up like uppercase cheeky in the mm-hmm. dream. And we get choice one for the day. Mm-hmm. Does he kill Akiha here and now, or does he pull back and look for a better opportunity? We should kill Akiha. Now, Fen, this is a bad end. This is our first unique bad end of this route. Yeah. Not a lot of bad ends. No. Why are you... <laughs> Why are you sad about it being a bad end? There could have been two real endings this route, but oh well. So we're going to attempt to kill Akiha instead of uh, retreating. She gets close. Mm-hmm. She gets very close. And Shiki leaps into action. And Akiha smirks at him and definitely underestimates him. Uh-huh. She announces in a very Roa fashion that she's won. <laughs> uh, and like says that as she, he gets closer, it's easier to see where he is and easier to direct her powers, you know. Uh, this has prompted me to announce my latest theory, nearsighted Akiha theory. <laughs> she needs glasses. Uh-huh. I mean, it's also, yeah. It very much feels like she needs she needs a lot of focus mm-hmm. to use her powers. Uh-huh. And so, like, even if you have good sight, it still takes time to, like, mm-hmm. you know, view someone from a distance versus right up close. But... Yeah, yeah. She should still get glasses. I bet she can't see very well. She's just too stubborn to admit it. Uh-huh. Shiki does some fucking ninja shit, <laughs> runs up the wall, and then kicks off the ceiling. Like, he he learned this from CL in the Akiha route, even though that didn't happen in this route. She does this exact move on him. Uh-huh. But he has a good death sense, so he manages to not get skewered. Akiha looks up, and Shiki loses the feeling in his arm and leg, and they uh-huh. might be gone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But... Akiha can't dodge, and he collides with her. She's getting re- she's trying to kill him, but he slits through her throat in an instant. Making no differentiation between her skin, her muscles, her arteries, her bones, without mercy or compassion, like plucking a lily without any resplendent pain. And Akiha's head rolls off of her shoulders, staring at the wall in the hallway. He uh, murmurs something about how Makihisa was supposed to teach her not to take pleasure in killing. Hmm. But then he's like, you know what? Monkey's a fucking sucked shit, so no wonder he didn't do that. <laughs> uh, she thinks it's sad that she couldn't even cry out in the moment of her death. And then he's like, 
you she looks pathetic actually i'm like oh joey that's not Ishiki right there uh-huh listen ben kiha's a chump i bet she did look pathetic <laughs> uh, his body is starting to come back to life uh there was a moment when kohaku died that he started like shutting down because akiha wasn't supplying him with energy either yeah. but now he's got his life force back all of a sudden nice oh that was fast yeah this, uh this is just this cements my he needed time mm-hmm. if shiki dies and then akiha dies he'll be fine he uh-huh. just needs time between those two deaths yeah, yeah. he still has his arm and leg too they're just uh numb yeah that's nice uh, he pulls himself out to a window and stands to open it and lets in some fresh air. But something's wrong with his vision, fan. What's that? He's still seeing red. Hmm. The sky is red. The moon is red. And he realizes in this moment that he doesn't have anything anymore. Kohaku mm-hmm. is dead. Akiha's dead. He's lost his family. He's lost his name. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that is left is one killer. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. With Akiha still watching him, Nani Ashiki walks off to somewhere. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Guess he goes off to kill some monsters? Pro- presumably. Because uh-huh. I... he is the monster killer version of himself. Yeah. Then we get a CL Sensei lesson, the second to last in the game? Mm-hmm. Third to last. Uh-huh. CL says that this is a supplementary lesson due yeah. to popular demand. CL's perfect, by the way. Uh-huh. We haven't talked about her in a minute. Yeah. I know that she's not perfect. No, she's fine. She's the Deus Ex CL of this game. <laughs> but um, I do love her. <laughs> I think it's Deus Ex Kohaku at this point, but she is the do it all character. Yeah. Time for. Thanks for waiting. Time for CL Sensei's What and Why Corner. Due to popular demand, here is a supplementary lesson. Number one. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. My my initial thought was like, did they not plan on actually doing a Kohaku route at some point in development? Did, was that like something that came up later? Because there's a moment in the uh, Akiha route where they're like, "This is the last lesson." Yeah. And then later they're like, "Actually, there's more lessons." There were copies of Tsukihime. Yeah, there were like few... individual routes. Yeah, and were like kind of like like play tests almost yeah yeah yeah. so i imagine it's like a messy development cycle because they were just they weren't a company they were just some like losers with a with the name type moon um yeah i kind of wonder yeah it Uh feels like people were like if i had to guess Mm -hmm. it's that uh he squeezed route ended Mm -hmm. and people were like so one sec Uh uh-huh Where's Kahaku's route? Yeah, I yeah. Th- that would make a lot of sense with how the Hisui route really does feel like both of the maids' routes in a certain sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like Kohaku's route. Yeah. I'm glad that Kohaku gets her own route, though, because that's a, just such a grim ending. Yeah. I mean, this is pretty grim, too, honestly. Yeah. This ending in particular is like, oh, I guess. Yeah, it's a... This ending is an interesting version of who Shiki can become. Because mm-hmm. there's like, oh, we've seen killer Shiki mm-hmm. of like, he just kills humans indiscriminately. Yeah, he just becomes a serial killing pervert. We've seen wife guy Shiki. Uh-huh. 
every ending. Every wife ending Gaishiki. is wife Gaishiki. And this is the first that we get of like, oh, he can be a not evil loner. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. he's lost everything. Still it doesn't murderer, mean that but... he's going to turn into a serial killer. Yeah. He's 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 going to, you know, wander around and probably kill non-humans. And... Yeah. Hunt monsters. Yeah. Although... Although I think it, it definitely feels like he won't have the... Like, if he was wandering around with Arkweed in her good ending, I bet that he has the uh like moral compass to say oh you're just like a werewolf yeah. just living your you're life you're normal. not hurting anyone not. it's fine this one seems like any magical creature he comes yeah. across is fucked much like it feels like the yeah it feels like him returning to exactly what his family was in that mm-hmm. it feels like they were very like no you're non-human you deserve to die mm-hmm. not in a yeah no kind of no room for Mm-hmm. From what we've from what we've seen and heard of of them, it mm-hmm. feels like no room for. Uh, yeah, it's so interesting when you find out that his family are monster hunters and Makihisa k- killed them because at first you have some sympathy of like, oh, they're indiscriminate monster hunters and these the Tonos are just living their lives and not hurting anyone, and then you find out that the Nania gave up monster hunting and Makihisa is a freak. Uh huh. <laughs> what a good uh reverse reversal uh-huh so cl's advice for us in this lesson is that akiha is unstoppable and scary but we can't just kill her i so we'll talk about it in the wrap up i so wish that this had gotten a real this was like ending. an actual ending uh-huh the conclusion of tsukihime is near do your best so you don't have to receive any more supplemental lessons <laughs> and uh we're going to jump back in time to choice one for the day, for the night. Mm-hmm. Shiki has to go back up, retreat, get a better opportunity to attack Akiha. Mm-hmm. Actually, what he's looking for, and he doesn't know this, but we know this, he's actually looking for a worse opportunity. Yeah. He At this point, Shiki doesn't know that he doesn't want to kill her. He's in full, I'm going to cut her head off mode. Mm-hmm. But he thinks it's too risky to rush her now. He needs to get her defenseless. Mm-hmm. Akiha says that this that was his last chance to kill her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's close enough to see the color of his eyes so she can track him easily. She does hesitate, though. Either because she knows that she could kill him and she's like slightly hesitant to do that. Or she might be just a little unnerved by how calm he is. And Shiki's in his head is like, oh, she doesn't really understand what a battle to the death means. She's like, she's playing. Mm-hmm. She's like so drunk on her own power that she doesn't understand consequences anymore. This is the a better version of it's one of Akiha's endings. Mm-hmm. This is a better version of like, oh yeah, she's like she's still a kid just playing with toys, mm-hmm. and Roa has upped the stakes of what playing with those toys means, uh-huh. but fundamentally that to her it's still like oh these are just play things mm-hmm. i'm just like playing around with with my brother and mm-hmm. kahaku and it's fun uh-huh akiha is staring at him and she's like you look like you've got a plan he's he calls her an idiot while sw- switching his knife to his other hand mm-hmm. his right hand to his offhand he knows her range now wait is he right-handed yeah yeah okay yeah, i'm thinking of melty blood now and i'm like oh yeah yeah he holds that that knife in his right hand (laughs) he knows her range now which is not good for her and 
uh he says that he says that she's he she he tells her that she's scared and she's like nah you're the one who's scared i'm cool and he says that you should kill me now or you're going to die in the next blink and her, she she goes for it her, her hair swirls she reaches out for his hands and he slices away the hair around his right hand using his the knife in his left hand and then swaps knife hand back to his right hand to cut the left hand hair uh-huh which he's completely lost feeling in the left hand by the time he manages to do that he does it really quickly but she's so fast with how fast her powers work yeah he basically sacrificed his left hand in order to confirm a theory about how her powers work which is interesting uh-huh because we are still learning things about how akiha's powers work and that's cool uh-huh this is this is uh i love fate fight scenes uh-huh and it's one that nasu knows how to write like a fun uh-huh. energetic sexy fight scene uh-huh and it's also the like okay we're not gonna stop in the middle of this scene to go over like here's new lore that dropped but that's definitely going to be a part of like it's like partly a puzzle of figuring out how the person's powers work in the metaphysics of the world yeah. uh-huh right yeah like what are the actual limits of their ability this is like jojo fights do this kind of Mm -hmm. right where the person's power is so specific that it's like really dangerous and hard to understand right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean this is yeah that's the entire bit about fate is if you don't know who your who your opponent is then you're fucked then then like because there's a lot of danger there anything yeah it's like oh okay that's a saber what else can she do yeah yeah yeah. i know that she has a sword i i don't actually know how long it is because it's invisible but there is a basic there are the basic rules of how the world works and then everyone's powers breaks them in wildly divergent ways Mm -hmm. that are very very hard to predict god i can't wait to get this thing Uh uh-huh i'm i should stop saying that i am very excited for the stuff that we're gonna play along the way but also, I'm so excited to replay Stay Night. So, Shiki's figured some things out. Her hair doesn't chase him. It doesn't extend from her hair and grab onto him. As soon as she focuses, the hair appears wrapped around his mm-hmm. limbs. So, she does damage inst- almost instantly. Mm-hmm. So, if he cuts the hair, it stops her from being able to channel that. It dispels the, the mm-hmm. focus. He retreats some more and start and cuts the hair as it appears wrapped around his limbs. Uh, she's walking slowly after him. His left arm is totally fucked and it's distracting him. It would distract me too, mm-hmm. honestly. She reaches her ideal range again and then gloats that she's not even going to leave a trace of him. And uh, Shiki jumps down the stairs. Uh-huh. <laughs> jumps down the stairwell. Uh, she doesn't see this coming because she has no combat training at all, even though she does have a lot of power. This is the fun bit about Roa just kind of being malignant Mm -hmm. and like a disease, is that he can make Akiha very confident. And very powerful. Very powerful. But he can't be like, okay, and here's a good strategy Uh for what you should be doing. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. He jumps, he jumps some more, he considers jumping out the window, but then he... He says that he's trying to partially recreate the um, the dream with uppercase Shiki, but uh-huh. he doesn't want to recreate it too closely because uh, uppercase Shiki died. Uh-huh. Oh, ooh. 
Another thing that happened similar to the uppercase cheeky dream, his left leg gives out on him. Oof. She must have seen it while he was jumping down the stairs, uh, and it's n- it's still there, but it's numb and he can- can't move it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Akiha's running down the stairs towards him, and so he hides in a classroom, very much like that dream. He curses himself for ending up too close to sh- uppercase Shiki's situation. Uh-huh. And then we get the next little bit of how Akiha's power works that he figured out. Uppercase Shiki thought that Akiha's power was to burn her enemy, mm-hmm. to use heat to Seems like vaporize. That's not right, though. It's plunder. Uh-huh. Her power is to take. She entangles the prey with her, her aura, with her hair, and steals heat so fast that the target flash freezes and then vaporizes. It's, it's a frost burn huh. that disintegrates. Incredible. Uh-huh. And that's why she's so hot, is because she's radiating the heat off of her body. Uh-huh. She's not giving it back to you. She, I always thought that she was, like, stealing, stealing heat from what she saw and directing it into, like, a heat weapon. Mm-hmm. But no, 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 no. She's just taking and taking and taking until you fall dust. Yeah, which is why him getting out of her sight works. Because mm-hmm. she's not setting a fire on yeah. him. She's yeah. just stealing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's why his hand... I, I was like, oh, his hand went numb from that? I guess if you got a bad burn, you would go numb. Yeah. No, I've it's been, because it's cold. I've been reading it as, like, so much pain uh-huh. that your body just, like, shuts off senses mm-hmm. to that. But yeah, yeah, just... Now, cold. if you've played Melty Blood, you know this because uh, whenever she grabs you, uh, she you the enemy... Oh. Ice. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> Uh, if you played Melty Blood, you know this, unless you're fan. Oh. So, a risky plan to throw himself at Akiha could work because it won't be... Me- if he hits her fast enough, it's not mutually assured destruction. She's not yeah. going to set him on fire and he's just going to die anyway. Mm-hmm. Her power stops as soon as she dies. Yes. This, this is why he sacrificed his left arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, if her power was really to set him on fire... He could cut that arm off. Mm-hmm. But it's not, so it didn't, so he didn't cut the arm off. Mm-hmm. Now, he knows an, a surprise attack will work. Akiha is about to pass the classroom, and we get the final choice of Tsukihime. Kill her before she sees, or wait until she passes? We should wait. Ah, Fen, you're so good at ferreting out those bad ends. I... So, sometimes, it's because... um. I use the the um not rap, flow chart the flow chart to like make sure that I'm seeing all the scenes and sometimes I accidentally see a like oh yeah that's there's a bad end at that choice I guess mm-hmm. I'm gonna choose the one that kind of feels like a bad end uh-huh. um other times it's just like the way that I play this game sometimes especially in the way that we needed to do it before that first recording mm-hmm. um. Or that it felt like we needed to, and then both of us got extremely busy uh-huh. um, and like couldn't record for a while. Is like late at night, say when I'm not the most awake mm-hmm. and like processing what's happening. So even with all of the stuff saying like, "Hey, remember, remember uh, other Shiki dying. Remember that that scene. Maybe don't replicate that scene too closely." Uh, I did not remember what which choice other yeah. Shiki made at this point. And yeah, so I was which like, okay. was to hide until she passed him in the classroom. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. 
Waiting's fine. I'm sure Shiki, in a like in adrenaline fury mode, is having trouble remembering exactly what happened. Uh-huh. Too. <laughs> he listens to her footsteps, and she stops the classroom door. He's worried that she knows that he's in there because of how closely he's been following uppercase Shiki. He starts to panic a little, but knows that she has to come in in order to kill him. Mm-hmm. He's at an advantage. She just has to see, but he has to see and react. Mm-hmm. But he's is he's like, it's still close. It's still close. What happens? Uh, I don't have your bad end. No, oh, right. Me. Uh, the window explodes and his bo- whole body goes numb and gets slammed into the wall. Uh, and then she eva- like destroys his eyes in his skull. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You think those would grow back given enough time? I don't think so. Do Does them being mystic eyes give them magical regrowth powers? There is that bit where like his eyes make a miraculous recovery after the optical nerve was like destroyed. Yeah. He says something about how they don't want to let him go. I think yeah. if you destroy the whole thing, they probably can't regenerate. Yeah. Or take them out. Look, at that point, there's like there's nothing left there to... Maybe maybe there is still a lingering, like... He doesn't have eyes, but he still, like, sees death lines. Oh, that would world. be horrible. Uh, but I don't think that he, like, gets his sight back if, if they're all gone. How careless. It's nothing compared to a natural-born assassin like you, Nissan, but I can still hide my presence. <laughs> She didn't stop at the door. Oh. She just started walking quietly, uh-huh. <laughs> very quietly, and went over to the next classroom while he was focused on the door. She tells him to learn from this experience for next time and giggles. Uh, <laughs> then she goes on to say that it was rude of her to eat almost all of him in one bite <laughs> <laughs> and that she'll now finish him. Uh, the red lock of hair sears both my body and my very soul. Thump. I can hear my last heartbeat. And he dies. Uh-huh. Final, well, second to last. See how Sensei's last? And... Uh-huh. Because this is the last bad end, but <laughs> we have the one for finishing. The one Kohaku ending. Yeah. CL's Sensei's lesson. CL makes joke about how Kiha must have had a lot of pent-up feelings to have <laughs> turned into such a monster. Nekoark arrives again for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Uh, stomping her little feet and saying that uh, Akiha ain't shit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, Arkuid could kill Akiha pretty easily. Yeah. She wouldn't have too much trouble. Oh. But yeah, this is... Akiha's sick. I wish Akiha rules. got more t- chances to be sick as hell. I... There was a version of this route. Mm-hmm. About day five. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cool. This is the route where Shiki just gets to go wild. Mm-hmm. No. No, it's a Kiha's gone wild. Yeah. Which is fine. I enjoyed. I enjoy seeing a Kiha being evil. Uh-huh. But also, I just, I kind of wanted to see a route that is like, okay, how do we deal with, like, uh, how do we deal with Shiki just being a murderer? That would be very interesting. I can't wait till we get to watch Karno so, CL makes fun of Nekoark again for never coming back up in the story, and Arkwoods is just like, you want to go get some ramen or something? <laughs> Cute. This is the final lesson. More or less. Well, CL's second to last. But... but we are very, really almost over with this, uh, almost finished with this game. Let's get back to it. <sighs> last choice of Tsukihime. Kill her before she sees, or wait until she passes. 
Oh, wait. I mean, <laughs> the other one. <laughs> okay, back to the bad end. Shiki looks at the wall and sees the death lines on the wall and waits for her to approach. Uh, his plan is to cut through the wall, slice through the hair that she's summoning, and then kill her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arkweed smartly would say, don't bother cutting her hair, just kill her. If you have a chance to strike, don't set yourself up, just kill. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But Arkweed isn't here, and also he still really doesn't want to kill Akiha. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a minute I was like, is he going to kill the inhuman part of her tono blood? That would be incredible. That would be the wildest shit in the whole world. He could do that. Yeah. He is capable of that. I don't know that current Shiki is capable. No, 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 no. No. Shiki in his, general his, is. His head, brain would explode if he tried yeah. to do something that cuz it's not like she has become a monster. Her family lineage through history is monsters yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not oh there's there is some yumizuka blood in my veins mm-hmm. i can kill that it's yeah it is like eons of mm-hmm. of history so he has a moment of doubt and his headache is starting to come back uh which is very his headache stopped when he became Yashiki. uh-huh now he's back to... So it looks like Tonoshiki isn't quite dead yet. Unfortunate. Um, He knows that he has to kill Akiha before he fully finishes turning back into Tonoshiki and loses the nerve to kill her, his sister. Mm-hmm. He cuts the circle in the wall with his knife, which must mean that there's a very convenient circular death line. <laughs> Did Tonoshiki, or I guess Nanayashiki, mm-hmm. take lightsaber lessons with Yoda? <laughs> I know exactly what you're referencing, but I don't know that everyone was listening to this will. Every Jedi in the universe, in in any Star Wars thing ever, if a Jedi exists, they cut a perfect circle Uh in a a wall or a door at some point. Mm -hmm. This is just a truth about the universe of Star Wars. (gasps) It's impossible to have a lightsaber and not cut a perfect circle Mm -hmm. in something. Well, 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 apparently it's not impossible because you do need to train. <laughs> and it's the only thing they teach you, actually. Yeah. In the Jedi Academy is how to cut perfect circles. No, no. Well, okay. There is no. I was about to say. I, I was about to say no sex. It's actually you can have as much sex as you want, just no love. Uh huh. And also, here's how to cut a perfect circle in a in a in a piece of cardboard. Okay, now go be the warrior priests that you know we all need you to be jedi suck (laughs) shiki sucks yeah he'd fit right in he cuts a hole a circle in the wall and kicks it out kicks it through akiha exclaim like yells in surprise she can't see him but the wall gets wrapped in hair and starts to be disintegrated and he's like oh shit i didn't know she could do that (laughs) i thought it only worked on organic things Apparently not. Uh, but it doesn't matter. He's cutting through the wall again anyway. Mm-hmm. And he is suddenly faced with an image of a very sad-looking Akiha. Mm-hmm. He's under attack by her. He cuts down her aura. It temporarily stunts her powers. He throws her to the ground and climbs up on her. There's a death line going from her left collarbone to her l- right lung. Her power is coming back. So he can't hesitate. And then we get another flash of a sad-looking Akiha. <sighs> and then Tonoshiki is back, folks. 
and he can't kill his sister. God, whiff of the century. Uh-huh. God, who knows how much damage she could do left unchecked. Yeah, like, this is the... Yeah, it's fine. Shiki is ha- hesitating. We get a greatest hit of this Roots uh, G- uh, Kiha CGs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with a compassion that he did not have <laughs> for one Yumizuka Satsuki, he decides it's not right to kill her even though she's not human anymore. <sighs> he doesn't kill her, and Akiha asks why he didn't in a wavering voice. I'm a vampire, right? A monster that feeds on human blood at night. I'm trying to kill you right now, and I even killed Kohaku. So why, why do you have that sad look on your face? She's slowly stealing all of the heat from his body, mm-hmm. still. But she's confused why he doesn't just hate her and kill her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is like this is that moment where uh CL is about to kill him in the CL route and he's just like accepting it and CL's like just hate me le- so that I can kill you. Uh-huh. She says Akiha says that Kohaku has the right to hate her. Was right to hate her. Uh that not only is she Makihisa's daughter, but she also was keeping Kohaku trapped in that mansion uh-huh. even though she knew everything that happened to her. She knew that Kohaku was being tortured, but made no steps to get her out of the mansion. She would just let her stay. That's why I thought it would be okay if it was Kohaku. If she wanted revenge on the Tono family, then I would play along. Even if drinking her blood made me less than human, because she hated me, I thought it couldn't be helped. This is what makes me think that Akiha in Other yeah. Roots knows that Kohaku yeah. That's fair. wants to kill her. She is, has such a death d- drive, Akiha does. Mm-hmm. She's so doomed. She's like, well, I guess I'll just feed into whatever Kohaku wants before I go. Uh-huh. Uh, Shiki speaks up at this point. He's like, Kohaku doesn't hate you. Kohaku doesn't hate anyone. She's not capable of feeling hate, <laughs> really. She was only doing it, what she was doing because she didn't really know what else to do with herself. Uh-huh. I'll... All she could do was try with all her might to deceive herself into thinking that she had a purpose to live. What a rough thing to say. That's, you're saying that about your girlfriend, Shiki. Shiki. I mean, maybe she's dead, so it's probably fine to say that at this point, but... Still, that's so hard, like, harsh. Uh-huh. So... It's not... It's not untrue. No, it's exactly what it's, she said. It's so, it's so rough. Yeah, so he tells Akiha that it's not fair that he's had a happier life than any of them up to this point. And he's like, there's no one to blame for this, not even uppercase Shiki. Really, there is a person to blame for all of this. Uh-huh. Well, two people, Makihisa and Roa. Yeah, yeah. I also, yeah. Who else? There are some ways in which Shiki's life has been happier. Yeah, he had a good but... few years. Where he didn't have to think about it. Yeah. He's also had a rough time, though. Yeah. He, happier than all of them? Maybe. Maybe? I feel like Akiha's... Akiha, Akiha hasn't had, like, a super happy life, but... I think she's been miserable that whole time. She's alone. She's gonna die young. Her father was a monster. Her closest friend wants to kill her. I guess that's fair. 
she has a illicit uh love for her brother that she knows will never be fulfilled <laughs> akiha says that if he if shiki kills her at least he might survive but um with kohaku being dead actually he might die before his body uh gets the energy back you know mm-hmm. what i mean she pouts and tells him to at least kill her. And he says, listen, Akiha, I would have killed you like way back <laughs> forever ago if I could. Uh-huh. I can't do it anymore. Fine. If you can't do that, then I'll be the one who survives. Okay? Starting tomorrow, I'll turn these streets into a painting of pure hell. She's trying so hard. <laughs> she would do this. Yeah. I mean, She's eventually. Totally I don't love it. I don't think that tomorrow would be the day. I think, but I think in the bad end that we just had where she killed him, she goes out on the town and kills like five more people to wash it down. <laughs> this Akiha might take a little while to get back there. Yeah. Um, and then he says, this is another great like meta moment. Uh, oh, well, first she says that she's going to hurt everyone dear to him, even Hisui. Which no. is rough. No, leave Hisui alone. No one told her to get out of the mansion. She's still uh-huh. there. Yeah. Idiot. If you did that, a scary person from somewhere would come and make things difficult. I bet there's a skilled vampire hunter out there that would fight you both night and day. Do you remember in the last route where he like walks past Arkweed's apartment and it just says, no one here will help you or whatever. Yeah. There's no point in coming here. Uh-huh. This is that moment for CL. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, there would be a. It would be sick to see uh, a version of this where Akiha lives and CL and Arc. We'd have to team up to fight her because she is Roa. That would rule. That would be sick. I think the thing is, is that like, yeah, CL. I want to CL uh, Akiha fight because mm-hmm. CL like is just constantly gonna regrow. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Like. Refresh her body and uh-huh. Akiha's... She also has ranged attacks, which Akiha is yeah. not really hand, uh, set up to handle. I mean, yeah, she's okay at range because she also has ranged attacks, but... Yeah, 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 but she can't knock CL's daggers out of the air with her power, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think she can destroy them that quickly. Her uh, black keys. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's a moment or a couple where it sounds like the air might be so hot around her that she would just like melt them before they got to her that would be sick which would be sick as hell but anyway shiki tells her to, to just to kill him and then try and go back to living a normal life actually i don't say to kill him he's like what if we just try and go back to normal and she's like i want to dig my teeth into your fucking throat right now uh-huh. i am not the akiha you knew anymore and he's like i can't kill you i love you totally platonically uh-huh. And uh, he's like, I could never hurt you. And she's like, you've been hurting me from the start. <laughs> and she grabs onto his hands, which are so cold now that they're like, he can't move them and tries to stab herself in the heart with the knife. What happens, Ben? Ben, Kahaku yells no and grabs his hands and stops her. Uh-huh. Kahaku is alive and is begging Akiha not to do it and to drop the knife. Mm-hmm. Kohaku tells us that Akiha managed to stop herself from actually killing her. Managed to hold herself back just the tiniest bit that Kohaku survived. How she's well enough to get up and come here and do this. Uh-huh. You know, she doesn't have any healing powers, but you know, it's, it's fate. 
goodness i guess this means you've won everything you're alive and this is the end of the tono bloodline but maybe it's for the best to be honest i was thinking of resting too she akiha drops her arms and says that kohaku can kill her even if shiki can't and kohaku shakes her head she was never prepared to do this with her own hands no even as we saw on the the hisui route she was never prepared like fully for it to happen yeah she just definitely can't do it with her own hands bringing the tea to her room every Uh morning Kohaku admits that she likes Akiha and that even if Akiha hates her, she still wants to take care of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says that if Ko- uh, Akiha dies, she'll just go back to being the Kohaku from before. Mm-hmm. 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 Akiha finally relents. She releases Shiki with her power and says, maybe she can be okay with just brother-sister love. She's still going to be real horny for him, though. Uh-huh. I just don't... Yeah. The mirage of heat around her vanishes. Her hair is still red. hmm And I'm like, did she just seal up Roa on her own? With her own, like, willpower? Yeah. That's, uh... That's wild. Impressive. That, the church couldn't do that. Uh-huh. And Shiki looks up at the moon and thinks about how he's gotten used to life at the mansion, and maybe they can all be happy. And that's the end of day 11. Yeah. It's the end of Tsukihime. Dreams of Sunshine, an epilogue. You can say it now, too. Okay. Dreams of Sunshine, an epilogue. I just wanted it to be a more boisterous then. It's the last ending. You know. Do it again. Dreams of Sunshine, an epilogue. Heesui's here. This is the only ending. Heesui's here. Heesui is here. She's trying to wake Shiki up, but he had a long night, so he's very resistant. <laughs> Heesui says that Akiha will get mad if he doesn't wake up, and he immediately wakes <laughs> up. <laughs> Still scary, Akiha, in this ending. It's summer. The cicadas are fucking screaming outside. Apparently, Akiha's been waiting to see him for an hour because someone's going somewhere. Mm-hmm. About 10 a.m. Shiki's going on a trip, apparently. And Akiha wants to see him off. There's a weird energy, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something going on that we're not totally clear on. Because Shiki seems freaked out by all of this. Yeah. Uh, We get... <laughs> We get the, like, angry, hollowed-eyed Hisui sprite that in was from her root when she wasn't Hisui. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess there just wasn't a Hisui sprite that quite matched the energy they wanted to get from mm-hmm. her. His trip was supposed to be a secret, but the Hisui and Akiha found out about it, and both of them are mad at him. <laughs> That's cute. It's very funny. He changes, he gets his bag that he's packed for the to to leave with, and he uh heads downstairs to face an angry looking black haired Akiha. Hmm. He says he was too excited to sleep last night, and she asks if he's really that excited to go play with Arihiko. I'm so glad Arihiko is okay. We never yeah. saw him again in the route. I was still worried to the very end that he had died off screen. No. That but never would have happened. Yeah, he was just on a cruise, Ben. He was on a cruise with the elderly. 
Apparently, Shiki's going off for a whole week. How the fuck did he think he could get away with sneaking off for a whole week? Well, I think the thing is, is that what he said Uh was that he was going to go spend a week with Haruhiko. But what's he doing? He's actually going to spend a whole week with Kohaku. Kohaku left the mansion. Yeah. And he's Still going to visit her. working for a Tono family. A Tono branch family. But... Yep. I was like, did she go to get like an advanced pharmaceutical degree or something? Is she in college? No, that would be unfortunately very cool. not. That would, that would have been very cute. Uh-huh. Like, oh, it's summer break. Let's uh-huh. hang out. Um, yeah, I think the... the the Hisui and, and Kahaku or Hisui and Akiha mm-hmm. were not happy that he was trying to hide behind a trip with uh-huh. his bro and instead is going to see his girlfriend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's still trying to pretend that it's a, just a trip uh-huh. with the elderly in Arihiko, but he's really, really bad at this. Apparently Kohaku comes back on weekends, so it's not like she's never around, but mm-hmm. uh he never gets any alone time with her because even though the mansion's very big, it has exactly two residents, and it's his his sister and her sister. Uh-huh. Um, both girls shoot daggers at him as he mumbles something about Kohaku being lonely. Akiha decides that she's had enough fun tormenting him and lets him go. I leave it up to you, Hisui. I'll be back in the evening so we can maliciously gossip about <laughs> Nissan then. Hisui says, yes, let's. <laughs> Perfect. This is so great. <laughs> there, Hisui participating is the best. It's so much fun that the two of them have bonded over this. Yeah, and that it definitely it feels like they are both definitely playing up uh-huh. their like disappointment and and being hurt. There's still some of that there, there though. Little, <laughs> little, yeah. Both of them are like, uh, but why isn't this my route? Uh, Akiha wanders out of the room loudly complaining about needing a good man. <laughs> uh, Reject need a boy. Embrace need a girl. Mm. I, I don't, I don't support. Heterosexuality? <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know that I can follow anyone who ships Hisui and Akiha. Yeah, it's, this, this ending is the only ending in which it makes even a modicum of sense. Yeah, but I still think she it's still to find that still girl feels like that still feels like okay, we're together because the person we want is with someone else. We're together out of spite. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, we're together because the person we want loves someone else, mm-hmm. and so we're together because we're lonely. And we're splitting up the instant one of us finds uh-huh. someone that we like, actually love. I could see that. I could see that. I, so, I still just don't know that, that that pairing works for me. Yeah. Even in that case, it just feels anyway. So Akiha's hair never changed back to normal, but she's got enough control of her power to force it to look black. But it's not her natural hair color is red. Is she not dying it? it? I think it says that it's magic. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think he says she's not dying it or anything. She's just using her power to disguise it. Okay. Um, but yeah, she is fully uh, uh, empowered by her blood. Mm-hmm. She still has the urge to drink blood, 
So she <laughs> sucks on some blood packs like her free sons occasionally to take oh, the edge off. Perfect. And we get some we get actual confirmation. Akiha absorbed some sort of evil spirit from Shiki. That's why she originally went on a rampage, but since then, I guess she has control over it. Yeah. So yeah, it was Roa. We get uh-huh. the confirmation. He is an evil spirit, I guess. Mm-hmm. The explanation here makes it sound like Roa's soul was damaged mm-hmm. as, in the transfer because he wasn't just transferring. She was roughly stealing him from up, uppercase Shiki. And that uh, because of that, he does... His influence is just basically to amplify her willpower and desires. Uh-huh. And he has even less control than usual. Mm-hmm. He has less control than he did of uppercase Shiki, it seems like. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting in two ways. Uh, the big thing is, so yeah, that was just a Kiha, pretty much, doing uh-huh. all of those things. That was just her desires uh-huh. on display. Which was definitely like clear at the time yeah, it's yeah. like none of this is stuff that you don't want to be doing yeah, yeah, yeah you're just you just finally have the push the like the tiniest little push to make yeah. you actually stand up for it's yourself like, and be assertive the roa we've seen in the past has been more like uh slightly more like actively undermining the will of people yeah right like i he's don't doing it he's I don't, not fully conscious right yeah he is still like a, a disease or something i'm sure there's a version of cl who grew up in like a different circumstance who ends up killing people? Mm-hmm. Oh, you think so? You think she had that in her the whole time? Well, I guess I think the thing about Roa is that like she was Roa's soul. So yes, she did have yeah. that in her the whole yeah. time because she was always Roa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. Akiha's just. So yeah, Akiha just has like a gem of power now that makes uh-huh. her extremely. So this feeds into my uh, Akiha can't do this shit on her own without the maids or without Roas making her stronger. Because she just doesn't have the willpower normally to do it. Willpower and magical energy like, are kind of weirdly intertwined in the way that they talk about this. Yeah. I think. I think, yes. Mm-hmm. You're correct Like, and maintain her humanity. Yes, yes. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, she's like, she's, I don't know if we can call her human necessarily, mm-hmm. but uh, she's got it under control. You're right. What what happens when she dies? Like with Roa, was his soul damaged enough that... I wonder if it'll just pass on to another person and that person will just become extremely, extremely assertive. <laughs> I yeah, I think that, just, that there's... It doesn't seem like Ark and CL can sense him anymore. Yeah, which I think leads me to, I bet that she just dies and his soul evaporates and like is possible. more... Possible. Because if... Yeah, she's damaged him enough to remove any like ex- personality, it seems like, uh-huh, of uh-huh. his. So she I don't, didn't turn I don't, into a vampire vampire. Yeah, I don't even know that he still has like enough of him there to desire to keep living <gasps> this is the roa roa's bad end uh-huh. <laughs> is he's just a battery for a mean girl who bullies her family <laughs> uh, so yeah uh she's akiha has become a bit of a bully but in a loving way mm-hmm. uh she's in perfect control of her tono blood 
Uh, she can use her powers as much as she wants. She is like the perfected version of her family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she just uses that to like hang around and be annoying. <laughs> Monster parentheses affectionate. Yes. Now, after the new year, Kuhaku underwent a very dramatic change. She suddenly became independent and left the Tono Mansion to go work at a branch family's mansion in the mountains in the mountainous Nagano region. Nagano region. Mm-hmm. She's planning something. Mm-hmm. Shiki asked her what she's planning, and she said she's investigating, and he has to be patient. I think we can guess pretty easily what she's doing. What is she doing? What, what do we know that's in the mountains? Oh, right. Right. So she only comes back on the weekends. It's very hard for the two of them to get alone time because Hisui and Akiha are so needy. It's so funny just thinking of like the two of them being like, okay we're we're gonna go to bed and then just like you know them walking off to bed together and you know they they close the door and uh we just see hisui and akiha like shuffle along the wall uh-huh. <laughs> they're like right outside their door being like, <laughs> hisui shuffles in akiha walks up and kicks the door down <laughs> it's like i'm cuddling too <laughs> <sighs> love me <laughs> Yeah, that's Hisui is the the quiet love me, and uh, Kiha's like I brought whiskey. <laughs> Kohaku and Akiha have become closer than ever after this. All Aww. everything that went down, Akiha has gotten over the him and uh, Shiki and Kohaku's relationship, uh, and said that if he's gonna if Shiki's gonna do whatever he wants, she's gonna do whatever she wants too. She should go be gay. Damn, I guess this is another triad ending. <laughs> god what if she was still with kohaku it's weird to be dating a brother and a sister i that wild vibes but you know Uh, you know what kohaku's vibes have always been wild yeah so now we get back to the purpose for the trip kohaku wants to show him something she prepared. Res- she made a train train reservation. She got train tickets for him. Everything. If he misses it, Akiha doesn't give him an allowance, and Akiha doesn't let him have a part time <laughs> job, so he doesn't have any money. So he it's has to hurry. So funny this. that he has zero money of his own. It's very funny. Uh, Kohaku is the only adult in this game. Akiha tries. Hisui is forever Akiha. baby. <laughs> Uh, Hisui is forever baby. Kohaku is the one who manages their finances for them, though. Yeah, that's fair. Wait, so why Kohaku is... could give him an allowance. Yeah, why doesn't Kohaku just be like, hey, don't worry, Shiki, I got you. She did. She made the reservation for him. Yeah, but I mean, like, just give him some spending money. <gasps> Let him go buy coffees for random strangers. For <laughs> strange murderers. Hisui sends him off, telling him to say hi to Kohaku. Um, they she they use another one of the like hollow-eyed sprites that was Kohaku pretending to be her again. Uh-huh. It's very funny to me. And then we get a cut, and we get a new background of a beautiful going through a forest. Yeah, he is looking at a letter that Kohaku sent him, mm-hmm. and uh, she sent him a picture with a with vague directions of where to go. And Shiki, ever oblivious, somehow knows where he's going. I mean, it was his home. Yeah, she she 
Kohaku has found the location of the Nanaya Mansion. Nice. I don't know if there's a mansion there anymore. But, we'll uh, see. I wonder what happened to that property. Is it just an abandoned place in the woods that no one owns anymore? Because the Nanaya were supposedly like erased from all records by Makihisa. Well, Shiki's records were erased, Shiki, right? Yeah. So, who owns that property? No one? Probably. I mean, like, it probably is still registered under a Nanaya name. Mm-hmm. Just, like, no one to... Yeah. yeah. They were already... We already know that they were secretive. So it yeah. feels like the kind of thing that is just, like... One day if you they don't, stopped coming to get yeah. groceries and no one ever noticed. Like, they only showed up, like, you know, three or four times a year anyway. It's so. a 24-hour convenience store uh-huh. by ramen. He dreams about his childhood for a little bit. And then we get the last CG of the game. <sighs> this really, really cute CG of Kohaku wearing uh, casual clothes with her arms spread in front of a field of sunflowers. Uh-huh. It's so cute. She's still got her blue ribbon on, but she's wearing like a white t-shirt and jeans, which is the exact outfit that Aoko wears in the opening, which is very funny. Mm-hmm. She's wearing Aoko's drip. <laughs> In front of a sea of flowers, the overwhelming scent of summer, a radiant smile that outshines even those sunflowers. In the midst of the burning heat, she greets me. And she says, welcome back. Mm. And then the CG fades to sepia, and there is no end. The credits just start rolling. Mm -hmm. After a long moment uh, of lingering on the CG. It's so good. It's just like, yeah, Kohaku deserves this. Yeah. I think that she could have done better than Cheeky, but yeah, Cheeky's what she ended up with. That's what fine. she wanted, and I guess, as yeah. long as she's happy. Yeah. I like that she's independent enough that we can't talk about it because we're going to do our uh, wrap up talk next time. Yeah. Because this is already going to be the longest episode to date. We're at six and a half hours of recording time. We're going to. We paused when we took a break yesterday. Most of that is like actually going to end up in the episode. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it this out. This is hell. We get the last CL Sensei lesson. Uh, CL calls Kohaku's story the prop man of Tsukihime because it ties up all the loose ends. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. <laughs> There's still loose ends, but that's good in a story. But, please wait. There is still one person remaining. Yes, that is the story's main character. His story is not over yet. In the heavens is the cold round moon, but even that moon cannot be eternally the same. After the end of all stories, the story of Tono Shiki is waiting to be finished there. Shiki kills the moon theory. <sighs> yeah, there's a new menu option. Eclipse. Uh, Eclipse, which we're not going to cover right now because, again, this episode is too long. Yeah. Uh, the menu looks different, too. Yeah. The picture has changed. Heavens feel, or, wow, heavens feel. Um, it's fun... Yeah, uh, what what's that game called? The one that I like a whole bunch, Fate's Day Night. <laughs> um, what's that one? You know, it's got. We can't say that, Ben. There are people who <laughs> it's got bleep in it. <laughs> um, I can't believe there are people that don't know. It's so oh, funny. Oh, it's so good. How on earth have you gone? That was the only thing that I knew about Stay Night was that. Bleep if I it. if I hadn't played Go first, I would have gone into it not knowing who she was. Anyway, so that's it. Game's good. This is where our episode's going to end today. 
And because do, because it's way too long, and also because I could probably record a wrap up now, but we want to have Peregrine on for that one. Yeah, we're gonna have um, guests for that again. Peregrine yeah, loves the maids, so I love Kohaku. Kohaku's I love great. One girl named Kohaku. <laughs> we're part of the Abnormal Mapping Network. Oh shit, we have to do our wrap up thing. Yeah, um, we're part of Abnormal Mapping. Go listen to Thank- other Abnormal Mapping stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much for hosting us. They're not listening to this. No. They know better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I am. I am putting my thanks out into the world. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. Thank you for listening to us. Where can people find you on the internet, Ben? At Ben Ends no. on Twitter. <laughs> no. Well, you can find you pretty easily through that. Yeah. Uh, I'm at Ben Ends on Twitter, and you can find my not safer work writing at Doom Gender. I think I still have Fennec.myway. I think I just refreshed that domain. Well, you but, really shouldn't let that lapse, then. It's too good. Yeah. Um, Twitter.com slash F-E-N-I-C underscore F-O-X, uh-huh, uh-huh. just in case. Uh, this is your last chance to send in questions, or second Yeah. It's getting close. If you have any more questions, now is the time. We might, yeah, we might take the wrap-up episode for this route as a two-week break so that we, we can, need like... more time. This one's coming yeah, in hot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, question episode going to be recording relatively soon. Uh, we have some great questions. We do already have a bunch of great questions. But always always accepting more. Mm-hmm. I know that one person owes us uh, Mace Windu questions. Also, uh, fucking, if you can, if you are capable of rating and reviewing us on whatever podcatcher you're doing. Oh, I guess that's a thing that you people do. You should do that. Do. Give us five stars, one for every hour that this podcast is going to be. I'm sorry, Ben, but they're going to need to be able to give six stars. <laughs> you got to do it. It's a good podcast, folks. Well, I don't know if it's a good podcast, but you should support us anyway. Yeah. We have, a, we have some ratings on iTunes, right? Yeah, we're they a five-star right now. I think yeah. we have three ratings. Wow. No reviews. That's fine. Give give a review that is, like, honest, and then just give us five stars. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Episode's way too long. Audio quality's terrible. Stars. They constantly talk over each other. Five stars. They're so, so gay. <laughs> five stars. Um, yeah. Alright, that's it. Fen, say the thing. One day let's meet in the digital sea. thought you were gonna raise your voice at the end like it was a question. I... You said that, and my mind completely went blank. <laughs> and I was like, what's the thing? What's the thing? What's the thing? I can't wait till we do meet in the digital sea. One day let's meet in the digital sea.